Welcome everybody to another episode of Three Bruising. Finally, I lasted all of four seconds before getting just completely wet. <laughs> what did you? Did you spill something? Yep. Jesus, Justin. I, I took a drink and it dribbled down my chin, much like uh, my last night with uh, Josh's mom. But <laughs> there we go. There we go. Beautiful. <laughs> We're 27 seconds in. <laughs> <laughs> I've been holding that in for so long. Oh. I feel like a pre Never mind. Never mind. Uh, well, <laughs> guys, it's been over a month. It's been over a month. You know how I would like to start this? Placing blame. Hold on. Oh, I've got blame issues is good. with I like blame. Oh, too. Christ. Is this your Brewstivus? Can we wait <laughs> no, until it's that? it's a Festivus. It's an actual... Well, it's an actual Festivus. Because Brewstivus okay. is sports-related. This is sure. Festivus. Okay. You both disappointed me. You literally backed out on an episode because you had to golf. You were a yes. a backup like replacement golf guy in a league. We right. had a date set, yeah. and then you go, oh, 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 uh, I, I'm, uh, I'm a backup to a backup of a backup on some league yeah, that yeah, doesn't so I, matter. So I, so I, I can't, I can't do it. I can't get out of it. I wonder if I wasn't lying about that. I don't even remember golfing. <laughs> Yeah. Well. So we were the last episode we recorded. We were going into our first anniversary. Yeah. So the very first date that we recorded an episode was July eighth. July eighth. The second date was like July fourteenth or something like that. That's right. when Travis came up came on. We didn't get these. We're closer now to the first airing date because we uploaded oh, these right. on August fourteenth. So we're in between first episode ever made and first. Uh, episode Airy being day. aired um, anniversary date. So, hey, happy anniversary, guys! Yeah, happy happy anniversary. anniversary to both of you. I, I mean, after this, after this long, I feel it should be it's kind of a good time to reintroduce ourselves and say kind of what we're all about a little bit. My right. name is Josh. Oh, oh wait, no, I'm not. <laughs> who, who am I again? You're Justin. I'm Justin. That's right. Travis is over there. I'm Josh. We talk about beer, baseball, the Brewers. And boobs. all kinds of boobs. boobs, lots of boobs. Boobs. Yep. And since the name of our podcast is Three Brews In, the way we do it is we drink three beers prior to every podcast. We drink three more during the podcast, often more than three beers during the podcast. I knew a guy that did that once. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I should clarify, because we're not doing it this episode, but we generally drink the same beer, all three of us. We usually try to drink tried, the same beer, don't we? we? Yeah, don't and we? There, there was this... There was this thing that, uh, I don't know, this this person, Stephanie, happened to uh, make these really cool labels. And I'll put this on our, our website and Twitter yeah, later. Um, it's a happy one-year anniversary edition. Bought us some beers, took off the original labels and slapped this thing on. It's it's really cool. And uh, said, yeah, the you know, next podcast is on me. Awesome. This is really cool. Okay, which, which one are we going to bring? Uh, you know what? My pick, uh, I picked the new Glarus Kid Kolsch. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, okay, we just needed proper time to it, get this chill. Kolsch. Kolsch. It's Kolsch. Sorry. Is it? I don't know. It's Kolsch. Kolsch? Right. <clears throat> yeah. Okay. Uh, that's the little dot things. Uh-huh. Uh, 
so Travis is trying to make up for ultimately what's going to be the punchline of this is um, uh, Travis didn't bring the beers somehow didn't like register that hey my these beers were given for the podcast bring it for the next episode I watched him load them in his truck right when they were given to him right so oh, oh I, I have them they're at home yeah you just didn't bother to bring them after even like pressuring me saying hey time's running out here like for Make me to pick because I said right. it was going to be within the hour and I had another 20 minutes to decide and I was getting prodded so I think people are, are, are probe, I think uh, people are sick and tired of our inner turmoil we need to we need to be what we used to be and and just kickstart things um <laughs> no <laughs> I messed up a little bit okay so, so now, just now, a little bit now, now so me and Justin are drinking the Kid Kolsch from yeah, New Glarus from New Glarus do you know anything about this beer Justin uh, I, I happen to pull it up online because the label is gone so you can't really read it but it's only found in Wisconsin you hold an enlightened throwback ale brewed in the Kolsch tradition of yesteryear mm. beautiful floral spalt hops were chosen in the field by brewmaster dan carey oh. crisp bitterness dries quickly into a clean finish double concoction mashing of specifically blended german and czech barley and wheat malts naturally create a golden oh, bready so center. many words old world open top ferment uh, fermentation imparts lifting fruit nodes to a softly round out this 100 percent naturally carbonated live ale with a friendly bounce i am prost I'm going to pee this out very soon. It sits <laughs> a at a lot of words. It sits at a 4.8 percent, so it's not overwhelming. It's, it sounds but it's, too good to say you can get it at festival. <laughs> uh, I, I believe this was located at Woodman's. You can't. Get oh, it at this, should, this should be at some special Bavarian, right? Only in Wisconsin, bitches. Mm. Good. Well. So that's what we're drinking. Justin and I have drank a few of them now. Travis is <laughs> sipping out. Travis is drinking a double IPA. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah, we'll see how this goes. <laughs> this is going to be fun. <laughs> Not exactly taking the easy way out. Yeah. Oh, so before we get going, guys, I just have to give this uh, a quick shout out. Um, there's a, another local podcast that I was told about. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a it's a hockey podcast. It's a, a friend of a friend like runs it. It's called the Breakout Sessions. Ooh. So it's run by a couple guys in town. Um, so if you if you're listening to this and you like hockey and they're going to have like a lot of local hockey people and all that on, on it's yeah. the Breakout Sessions. Um, check yes. it out. I'm familiar with that person, and you we, are. Yes. Okay. Good. Uh, yes. It sounds yep. way more organized and better than ours. It's. I'm sure it's way more professional than ours. Oh, they're yeah. definitely more professional, but I bet they're not more immature. No, and I bet you they're not it's nearly probably. as intoxicated as as we get during podcasts. That's also probably. I can't accurate. say that for sure, but I think hockey people, um, you know, have that in their inner. Yeah, I, aren't I hockey people that. naturally intoxicated? All I the mean, time. they like to drink. I was like curling. You combine right you combine that and their head injuries, and uh, they're a fun group ooh, of people. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So check it's them out. More fun if, than a yes, dramatic you're into brain that injury. thing. Absolutely. So let's get into it. We're gonna we, we've got to catch up on a lot of brewer stuff, obviously, because we missed a month of of a whole lot of happenings. And it's and been some, a good month. It's it been a really, fantastic month. Been, yeah. Do we? Do we want to touch on something prior to the brewer stuff, though? Yeah, yeah, I think right. Yeah, I we, think we, I know we where have to. Going. Yeah, so go ahead, Justin, if you want to. And I'm I'm going to say this, and I never thought that it was going to be possible for me to say this while still lucid in the mind. Mm-hmm. The Milwaukee Brewer or the Milwaukee Bucks are world champions. 
The Milwaukee it's bizarre. The Milwaukee Bucks. The Milwaukee, Milwaukee Bucks are NBA champions. Yeah. And when was the last time? Like in the 1970? 70 something? 1971. 1971, which was five years prior to when I was born. It was it was literally 40 years or 50 years. Yeah. Before. Jesus. Which I wonder if the other podcasts could do math like you did. I mean, you immediately <laughs> knew 71 to 21 was a long time. It was a long time, and then I narrowed but it you down. Didn't, you, didn't let, you didn't let that frustrate you. You nope. immediately... I'm like, 50, I think shit, shit, I gotta go. Hold on, that's fingers and toes. 50. It's fingers and toes a couple of times here. Yeah, He's with his pen and a little, you know, hotel memo. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, so, yeah. so they, they won the NBA championship. That's great. I never thought that I would see it. Not that you know, I paid much attention to it. I need to, to go back in time anything, a little but. bit. We were just talking a, a little bit earlier about how I touched Michael Jordan in 1983. Was he when not he was in a, a sexual way or anything <laughs> well, that's illegal? I would have, but I couldn't. I mean, he was surrounded by people, um, and uh, he was a second or third year guy. But I can I can tell you the Milwaukee Bucks starting lineup from '80 through '85. A huge, huge Bucks fan, and to bring that home is is really pretty pretty cool. That's, it's really neat. And I, I think you need to give a lot of credit and no I didn't follow it as closely as a lot of people did what they what they did with uh, the the deer or deer district. Deer, deer, district. Yeah, deer district. I mean it is uh, that was a big undertaking and um, from what I understand they weren't too terribly far from losing the franchise. Right. And they needed to oh. to, to, to do that. Yep. So. And the the new stadium, all <clears throat> of that brought in the rejuvenation of the Bucks in Milwaukee, kept them there for a while. Had thirty thousand people in the stands and another sixty five thousand around the stadium, you know, watching the home games. And uh for however much the NBA pisses me off or however much of course. um you know, I dislike generally the NBA. Um, the yeah. Milwaukee Bucks, the composition of that team, the way they do things, and the people yeah. that are a part of the team are yeah. make up for it a hundred percent and a hundred times over. Yeah, my my issue is with the league and and such a big percentage of the players, but the Bucks, boy, they they pass every test they do. It's such a um, likable team. And right. It's so very Wisconsin team. Just mm-hmm. like they seem to be down to earth kind of guys. Mm-hmm. And guys like Giannis who were, you know, not highly thought of, of course it's a first round pick, whatever. But like Chris Middleton was a second round pick mm-hmm. from Detroit yeah. and just a throw in at some trade. And Chris and, Middleton could have been, gone to any other team he wanted to, been a support player and have won three championships by now, but he stuck it out to stay with Giannis right. to win a championship. Which, which isn't a bad business to decision on your own no, right certainly not right and so now you've got chris middleton and drew holiday who was brought in this last season to wow. kind of complete the trifecta now they both have gold medals mm-hmm. that, that's kind of so i'm looking at something right now here guys grayson fucking allen <laughs> why do you have to spoil this no we were feeling we're, so good and now i'm gonna have listen. to listen but, 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 but we're realists and oh. i you know Number one, I don't follow it close enough. I know Grayson Allen has played professional basketball after Duke. Uh, A, what has he done? Because I seriously don't know. And B, could bringing that cancer into any locker room be worth who he is and what he is? Am I missing something? Well, let me tell you this: Is he a locker room cancer or is he just a fan cancer? My, from my understanding of him, is that he is a fan cancer that he is okay. a um 
kind of bitch on the court type of thing. Has um, he stayed a bitch on the court? I don't know the answer. I, I don't know that I either. Am, I don't know that either. Ha, has it, have his hijinks gone away? I don't know. I don't know either. I, from everything that I've read um, you know, about this transaction, everybody is praising it as this is making the Bucks a better It's team. a good yeah, basketball okay. It's a good basketball But here's, here's the irony, too, is you're bringing this little puke yeah. back to Wisconsin to the, the team that he... Beat in the right. national championship game where everyone right. learned to hate Grayson Allen. You remember that was people. Like the, people hated him before that. Well, the the serious college basketball fan hated him well before yep. that. Mm. The people who didn't follow it that closely, but are Badger fans, started hating him. At he that was time. a freshman that year. <clears throat> yeah, like oh, the this the is only, somebody who oh. who who was an absolute bitch and tried to trip many, many, many people. And I think most college players go through their entire career and don't try to trip one person intentionally. Yeah. It well, was his career. Here's the thing. Mike Krzyzewski sat him down. <clears throat> yeah, and then brought him right back again. Because Krzyzewski has sold his least, fucking soul. I get that, but at least he acknowledged on some level it was behavior yes. you shouldn't do. Was it Was it enough? Of course not. Yeah, right. Well, here's the thing. If, if he hasn't gotten over that shit and he tries to pull that... In Milwaukee, he's gonna get destroyed. I would hope that the Bucks he's fans have be, enough. Like he's got to be in his fifth year, isn't he? Oh, I oh, think at professional least. minimum because I think so. Because when I went to Duke versus Wake Forest, two thousand. Well, it can't be more than six years because I went there in two thousand fifteen or sixteen, and he was there. He was okay. He would not be any later than a 2016 graduate for the, Duke. Coach, what do you got? Grace and Allen is in his uh, on his third team now. Yeah, uh, what year? His, Jazz his Grizzlies and yeah, he was drafted 2018. Okay, see, it, you know oh, what? It was so 17 when I was yeah. there. Yeah, it was his senior year. Yeah, yeah. But he, I just I just can't believe that Milwaukee fans would would defend or try to justify or. I, I think he's going to become a foot. No, I think he's going to become an afterthought. I think he's somebody that they're politely going to root for, and they realize oh, he's 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 a, a, he's a role player. player. He's a role player. Well, he is, care. but the. But as soon as as soon as he hits he, a big he, three pointer, he, he reigns like, three three pointers in a row. You may as well put great. I mean, listen, it's got a winning changes everything. Thirty eight percent three point average. Mm-hmm. So I mean, it's he he's that guy to he come off the shoot, bench and, and, hit and the he ball. can shoot from NBA range, sure. which we know is different than college range. Yeah. Maybe maybe uh, he's been talked maybe. to by some of the veterans in the locker rooms before. The well, bucks. that kind of shit's not going to fly with Middleton and Drew well, Holiday. And, 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 and no, or, or or what's his uh, Bobby Portis. Bobby Portis. Yeah, yeah. Well, even and, and Gian, you know even Giannis will yeah. pull And you know what? Front room. offices I they know so. that there's talk that takes place. He's either the same shithead, or people are like, you know what? He's no gem, but. He's not doing the but, same shit. And isn't that what Belichick would do with the Patriots? Like, mm-hmm. bringing these problem no, guys. Yeah. Like, our culture will fix them. Is, and, is Bud, and if it doesn't, then is take Bud a that hike. kind of coach? I He's created a decent locker room up until now. It seems like the players all love him as a coach. Sure. Can he do that with Grayson Allen? I, yeah, okay. I, it, it seems like it's more on the players to police him. Right. And, and I don't know. Maybe, maybe he's gotten past that. Complete douchey shit. Whatever. Can we talk about the Brewers? Because I don't thank wanna... you. It feels good. Oh. That's what she said. <laughs> Not for you. Um, oh. Thank you. All right. So Travis, this is one thing you want to talk about. Look, it's yeah. been a great month. Like since yeah. we since we last podcasted, they have pulled away a little oh. bit from the central. Yeah. They've created a lead, <laughs> which has been great. But. What do we hear a lot? 
and we we don't we don't just hear it right now, but we heard it as recently as two three weeks ago, maybe even longer with some people. Um, the they either yeah. use the exact words or similar words to um, uh, clinching. To uh, most of them will qualify with something like it's it's not it's not over yet, but and the bed but is basically it's a deal. And I'll tell you what, and you know, I had a discussion with uh, Josh about a week ago, and I said, "Listen, just think about this for a minute. The next ten games, the Brewers go three and seven, and the Reds go seven and three. Yep. Not the craziest damn thing ever, by <laughs> no. the way. And I don't care who they're playing. I get the Brewers have a favorable schedule. The Giants, which we'll, I think we'll talk about a little bit, um, you know, it, it 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 is different. But we got the Cubs, we got the Pirates, the, the the rest of the week. Okay, I get the schedule is good, but my God. This could get really close in a big hurry, and when you're they're, they're kind of playing with house money, they're loose, and I think that's what's wonderful about it, and yeah. what Adamus has brought is wonderful. But what 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 happens when we're two games separating us at the, at the beginning of September? What happens then? Do do does that looseness go away a little bit? I think yeah. it's bound to happen. You, it, you get a little bit of the yips. So my overall point was. Holy shit! Way too early. If it's seventeen and a half versus seven and a half, <laughs> or wherever we at, different story entirely. This right. is not a runaway, and I don't want to hear the Reds aren't made for the long haul. Um, maybe they're not. They're not the best team in baseball to be certain, but they're there for a reason, and a little bit of momentum, a little bit of a push. Well. It- I, no, nobody thought. You guys remember? I want to say it was like maybe twenty. Was it twenty fourteen or thirteen when when the the Cardinals went on that insane run yeah. in the last uh-huh. month of the season? Oh my god! Could that not? Have, could the Reds not do that? They could do that, and the and the Brewers could theoretically go back to April and May hitting. Right. It yep. could happen. Yeah. And 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 Rowdy Telez is all of a sudden over or one for twenty one <laughs> and you don't have the Rowdy chance. I think Rowdy's for real. I think he's somebody that will could be here. Yeah, we're not <laughs> we yeah. didn't bring yeah. up Rowdy, but yeah, there there's so many things. But um yes, you, you can hit a slump and if you hit a slump at the at the wrong time and just as momentum, you know, snowballs downhill, so does bad stuff. I'm just really cautious of the Oh God! Don't 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 start talking what your world fucking series lineup's going to look like with your starters, not your NLCS. That's you yeah. know it, people talk like the Central is sewn up, it's and it's not. just not sewn it's up. The, not. You've got two months of baseball. You don't have two weeks. It's two months of baseball left. The uh, the Reds the rest of their season, Braves, Phillies, three against the Cubs, four against the Marlins. I know. They got three against the Brewers. Another three against the Marlins. They go into uh, St. Louis, or at home against St. Louis, the Tigers, the Cubs again, the Cardinals again, the Pirates. Then they finish off the season with Dodgers, Pirates, Nationals, White Sox. That's not a murder's It's not role. a murder's row of, of <laughs> games. I mean, we're looking at a very, very 500-plus rest of the way up. Yeah, and what do they have, like six games against the Brewers, like head-to-head? I'd feel better if it was a lot more. Like I think it's I even like less that than that. Yeah. Oh, yikes. They've no. got they've got three games against the Brewers head to head in Milwaukee. That's it? that's it. Oh, I don't see. I don't like that when you don't control mm-hmm. your own. Nope. I don't like that. So no, th- this 
division is not over by any oh. chance. And then you've got COVID ripping through the broad oh. dugout. Also, it's still or, yeah. open. What? August. There's two months of the fucking season. Two left. months. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's roll into let's roll into COVID. Yeah. Oh Jesus. Uh, can everyone in the bullpen just go ahead and get COVID and be done with this? It's uh, so players are coming back now. We're on like the tail end of this. We we hit that you know fifteen days to flatten the curve of COVID in the Brewers bullpen. People are starting well, to come back, but it was brutal. I, th- I think we can realistically look at that Giants series and say yeah. I don't know really which one for sure. But 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 does does common sense tell you that one of those two games likely would have no, been different with, been with our regular bullpen? It, if not a sweep, it should have been a sweep. Because but, but but that's you know, game two game two is over if Garcia catches that ball in the top of the ninth. He, he, yes, you're absolutely that's it. right. He, here it's is over. My, win game. I, I was yeah. thinking a lot about this series because when when you have yeah. these like sort of later season games against like yeah. teams at the mm-hmm. top of the the maybe the wins and losses are not as important but you want to measure how good your team does against those I top think, yep. teams I'll, t- I'll tell you what we lost we lost the series but i think you leave the series actually feeling pretty confident that's exactly my that's exactly my point is they played well enough to win in all three of those <laughs> we, games. we could have we could have swept um and should have swept um you know, un- undermanned yeah. based on quality. yeah, and I'm not so, trying to be like a douchebag. No, oh yeah, well, no, well, no, we actually not. won that because we hung with. That, no, that's, that's not, not how it goes. Saying. But no, but but I think you look at that. Say, yeah, that's people. Yeah. People in the business know it. They understand it. And I don't think any. I don't think most people in baseball needed that series to to know that the Brewers are going to be one of the teams to talk about. Yeah, and and if I'm a Giants fan, I don't walk away from that series feeling great. No. <laughs> you know, like holy shit, we I, I feel like no. we got away with one on on that yeah. one. It was it's well, obvious that game 2 was blown by the Brewers. Yeah. Game 3 yeah. Could have been very different if yeah. the A plus bullpen was in there. And well, what the hell happened and, and to Garcia on that fly ball? I, I don't try. know. What the he, hell happened there? Know. He he played that like he had never played right field in Miller Park ever in his life. Yeah, like he was he was must have been tossing back shots in the locker or in the well, dugout and, and between innings. Maybe maybe he's testing the playoff run. Can he do that? You know, can you do shots in the playoffs? Maybe can. <laughs> We've all been there. By the way, do you remember when the uh, when the Red Sox won the the World Series for the first time, yeah. and, and and how long? Supposedly they all did a couple shots prior to the game. Good for them. Yeah, because you had guys. It was like Kevin Millar and like Veritek and, and those dudes. It reminds me of the yeah. power tool decathlon. Yeah. Another story oh, for another day. Sweet but hey, baby you're, you're talking about the Giants versus the Brewers as far as kind of their situation. We're probably having three playoff teams coming from the West, right? Yes. Yeah, the Giants yep. cannot afford right now to want to get into that one game playoff as a wild card. No. I mean, they really. Oh, no. You know, and with their. And, and listen, those those other two teams, most people, most people would. If someone said those teams, where do the Giants fit? Well, they're the third team. They, they still feel they're the third best team. And maybe right. on paper, that's where they're at. Well, and. But so. Were you not looking at their lineup going. They're how good? Where are they getting mm-hmm. it from? Where are they getting? And then Brandon Belt goes and, and out. Brian, oh, Brian changes. Jesus Christ! I know. I did, but you you saw the ERAs coming out of their bullpen. It's nuts! Insane! It's ridiculous! Yeah, really, really good bullpen. And I wanted to say like, shit, we can line up guy for guy with them. Oh, except they're all out with with COVID. Right. So yeah, that yeah, was it. Well, they're getting it done now, so that they won't get it in the postseason. Yeah, hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> shit! Yeah. Never think you'd be talking about. 
that. Yeah. All right. Where are we at? Uh, let's come back to the Brewers. Yeah, a that, that's bit. cool. Something else. Because we've got to talk about Cleveland. Oh man! Oh man! Oh man! Oh man! Where do you start, right? Yeah, do you start with it's so Cleveland of them? Is it? Is it just? Let me get this straight. Hold on. Let me just. Let me get this straight. They named their team after statues that are over a freeway. Mm-hmm. A bridge, I think. A bridge, something. And what are they? They're, they're the look. Cleveland Guardians now. And they're going to be the guards because no one's going to say guardian like any other yep. abbreviation. And, and what do they guard? Traffic. traffic. <laughs> the guardians of traffic? <laughs> you, fucking... you, you guys heard the latest. With the roller derby? The roller derby team yeah. that are already the guardians they're with the logo the... that's almost exactly what the Cleveland team Did one person. <laughs> did one person. You, you, you make some assumptions like the, you have these professionals in a tens, hundreds of millions of dollar operation. That one person would have just kind of thrown it out there. Google and then the legal it? people, oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. No. They would have Googled Cleveland Guardians and would have said, oh, shit, there is a, if, if people don't know, there's a roller derby team, professional mm-hmm. roller derby team called the Cleveland Guardians. Did that, right. Did that, that, did that, no did that one, get resolved, though? The no, I, it's, did they kind of roll over and say, for the betterment of the community, we're going to. I'm uh, sure, the, I'm sure the Indians are going to buy them out and write As them they a should. Fat check. But, yeah. Huh? Yeah. What? So. You're changing your name from something that is now being seen as offensive to whatever woke community is looking mm. at that now. At what point do like Greek mythology? Do you look back at that and see all of a sudden they were an oppressive uh, um, community that uh, had slaves, and now this is no good for uh, for a team to be named after you know something like this? Uh, is some woke person in? 40 or 50 years going to say, hey, we got to change the name from that now, too, because that's offensive. What do you mean? You're saying that someday they'll have a problem with Guardians? Too? Yes. Oh, I got you. Yes. Okay. Like, why Why would you change your name to something that is, that the woke feels is offensive at this moment? Why do you think that Guardians might someday be offensive? I'm not Well, nobody this. thought 30 years ago that the Indians were going to be offensive either. I don't know. I think forty years I'm ago, not, fifty yeah. years ago, when you named know. the team, I think it was, I think one of the biggest problems with the with the Indians is Chief Wahoo, and which hasn't been a part of the team for right. years. No, solid, no, no, solid. not very long. It's been a few years. Very few. Right. Yeah. Well, and that's and that that, and that gets in, that gets into politics, which which we got to try to avoid. Yeah. But you got to get a talk about. I think we have to talk about this decision, and you know, listen. The Redskins are the Washington Football Club. The Indians, we saw it coming, right? Yep. Um, so the question becomes, what do you make it? The Guardians, I don't know. It, uh, so th- that's what what drives me nuts is they supposedly had like twelve hundred like you know possibles, you know focus groups and polls and all that, and they came up with that. I don't know. That is, the, I don't know. I'll tell you what. The, and that the logo, logo, that logo is not even triple A ish. You know what? It's it's something. It's something like some middle school or high school business department or marketing department yes. would come up with in like a half hour. It looks like shit, and I'm surprised that Major League Baseball, because from what I understand, they do have ultimate say and logos and stuff like that. Sure. How they say, how don't you kick that back and say for the kind of the good of the league type of deal, come up with something different, keep the name, but holy shit, that's a horrible logo. Yeah, that's a yeah, horrible no, logo. no, it, it, it's not good. And and yeah. 
Did you guys have like a preference? Because there's been so many names thrown out about the Washington team. There's some good ones, like some good possibilities. The, the Red Tails. The, the, the Red yeah, Tails talking about Washington yeah, would be great. But like, I'm talking about Cleveland, like what they should have gone with. I know I what know, I would have gone with. What, what, what are some? The Cleveland Spiders is yeah. what I would have gone with. Because that's that old like turn of the century 1900s team that lost like 115 games But you know know what I like that? I thought that's awesome. I like that because Cleveland's got a fan base that's not necessarily woke. Cleveland is a victim of wokeness. But Cleveland is not bad, okay? They're a team, they're a city that has supported the Browns through everything. They supported (laughs) pre-LeBron, the Cavaliers, through everything. They have been, they they would like the Spiders. They would think that's cool. I yes. think just yep. like just like Brewers fans have somehow, some way, the breweries became too too out there. Oh, you're <laughs> you're talking about beer? That's not good. Oh, spiders? Oh, fuck you know. Right. I think I think it's kind of neat. Yeah, fit it, Cleveland. And, and we what what, what are some other ones that might have been out there though? That's all I well, know. I, I, and I, there when was, I heard spiders, I'm like you gotta do a spider. Yeah, I heard. I, I know like, that the rock and roll thing. Rockers, the rockers, rockers. Not yeah. the dumbest thing, but more more. More triple A-ish, I think. Do you yep. know what that would have led uh, itself to? A horrible logo, too. The Rockers doing a horrible logo, so, like a guitar or something like that. No, nah, that's and not then, good. Yeah. yeah, the more I think about it. I, I, knew, I knew it came up. Mm. So the, the Guardians has so, apparently been an idea for over a year, a couple of years. They've been throwing around logos of it. This is one of them that's been floating around that is a hundred times that's, better that's than a what. a thousand times better. Now, does it look too native, though? You know, I, I wish people could see what we're showing. Do you know what that looks like? It looks like the old Ottawa Senators. Uh, oh, it does. When they were in expansion. I'll tell you what, look at that like. face, though. Oh, yeah, it's, it so looks you, a little ethnic. Yeah, yeah. it does. That's cool, and it, though. And it, and it looks, you know. I don't mind that. Well, I have a cap with a C just like that. That was like a 40s or 50s cap. For, for I wish the, people for could the see Indians, that. yeah, that that cap with the kind of the cryptic. Well, then, then yeah, kick it back to it. the old. Yeah, but, but but you have to change the name itself, um, right? It's oh, a yeah. tough deal. Yeah, I don't tough know. Deal. I feel bad if you're an Indians fan. Now you have to be a Guardians fan. You're going to go with the guards and. It's the guards, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, no, guards. it's called Guardians. And I don't have a problem with abbreviation because D, you know, Diamondbacks or D-backs. D-backs, yeah. Name 100 Yanks, teams that have you, short you know, Socks, you know, whatever, I right. Mean, you, even you, the you, Packers you, are go pack, yeah. you know, so that's fine. Right. All right. Um, can we talk really quick about the trade deadline Guardians acquisitions? I want to talk about um, Escobar. Yes. Oh, please. And... Yeah. and um, People a lot smarter than I am. Um, Bill Michaels. I'm trying to think. Uh, McKelvey. Adam McKelvey. Adam McKelvey. He, was, he was talking the other day. It just like, how possibly was this guy under the radar? He shouldn't have been under the radar, A. No. Nope. And why isn't Stearns getting like triple A plus gold stars for this? Because, oh my God, this was the trade. And I... You know, here's the proverbial knock on everything. But mm-hmm. if we can make a run, wherever it ends, I don't know. But if we can make a run, I think this is what's going to be looked back on, even as much as or more than Adamus. My feelings. I don't know. This about, guy. I don't know about more than Adamus. I just. I'm saying, potentially, this guy with his veteran status mm-hmm. and what he brings to the table. And what his numbers have been. Have you looked at numbers since like last four or five years? This oh, guy is in every great. meaningful category. Yeah. And you know what? I didn't know shit about him. Did you guys? 
a little bit just because okay, he played about, for the Twins, which is yeah, a little. Yeah, I know it's close to us. And then the Diamondbacks well, wasn't have been wasn't he a trade target a couple of years ago for the yes, Brewers when maybe. when yes. he was with the Twins? Yes, yes he was. I um. But, so, but, that, what, that, that, that's my that's my two cents. Do you know what was kind of weird in that trade is that Stearns has this weird habit of like making these unexpected trades, like when he traded for Mustakis, like yeah. we yeah. have a third baseman or people that you just go or when even Melvin when he traded for uh, Frankie Rodriguez, like yeah. we have a closer. I know Escobar fitted that slot perfect. Like, right, put him at third because I we talked about this. I don't know that Urias was going to be the third baseman. Mm. Escobar's your third baseman. Get some pop there. Shaw's not coming back. That was a perfect guy for that. And no. then you talk about what they gave up, which was Nothing. pocket change. What you this is a this is a this is a run. You have to look at this as a year you have to make a run because you really don't know yes. what the next year is going to look like. You can you can project it, but one or two key injuries yep. or you know oh. what, whatever. This I think we're in position to be in the conversation. Do you, so do, that, let's do it. Look, does anyone feel super confident that Freddie Peralta will come out next year and pitch like he did this year? Fuck no. I don't. No. He's, he was I don't going in today. All. He was number two in the National League in ERA. Yeah, uh, I know. He's Freddie Peralta. That. Why, why, why don't I feel as strongly about him as I do Woodruff and Burns when they take? No, the not even. Why don't I? Don't I feel I comfortable. Don't I don't. Not at all. Not at all. I and feel then, comfortable when when Burns and Woodruff take the hill. Yeah. Not Freddie. Just nothing against him. I just don't. So well, it, no, I, I, get I it know. now, and you can. I mean, things can really, you know, they, yeah. they can change in they can change in a hurry. I think this is a year, and as we get closer, I think it's going to become clearer. But I, I want to transition. I'm not there yet. We, we talked a long time about that, about the hey, we've got the division because you have to first things first. Yeah. But I think if we do that, we we have a team. That, that's in the conversation. Repeating myself, but I think we, um, well, you, because you, because we had the pitching staff from the get go, and the, and then it's like, well, fuck, we don't have the bats, we don't have the run production, we don't have this. Well, we would certainly like to hit better. We would like this that, and the other thing, but but you can't have the best pitching staff and the uh, the team with the highest batting average and the highest yeah, OPS. You're not it doesn't happen. Right. But are we at a point to where it's enough? It, it, we, we, we could be getting there, right? It, it feels like the Brewers are a team that's built for the playoffs when you have that buzzsaw of one, two, three, and a strong bullpen, assuming they're and all And Devin Williams and, as a 7-8 and Hader at 9, because and, we know what – and if you and take, enough guys to get you there. Yep, and take a step back and look at the Brewers' production thus far this year against the NL West, like the people that we are going to oh, – great to, point. Outstanding oh. record. Yes, they, the Brewers are just tearing through the NL West. Yep, uh, they, they they are. Yeah, and that that's your that's your path and, to the World Series, the NL West. And if right. you could, yes, you know, and and here's more projecting, but you have to look at it. Potential home field throughout mm. Miller Park. People don't want to come in there. That place can get pretty damn crazy. Mm-hmm. I was at Game Six of the Cardinals uh, Cardinals oh. Brewers in the NLCS. You know, obviously you lost that game. It was a college frickin' football atmosphere. I couldn't believe that place could get that loud. And yeah. we do feel sort of a rabid fan base here in Wisconsin. <laughs> do things a little bit differently here. Yeah. Well, by the way, the the potential is is now there for teams for Milwaukee to win an NBA title and, oh and M- MLB title in the same year. Do you guys know how often that's happened before? Well, just being in the conversation, did. 
Did the, yeah. the Pitts, did Philly do it with the Flyers one no. year and they had? The oh Flyers? no, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm only talking about MLB and NBA. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought you were bringing in. No, I I can talk about. You were talking what Philly and? No, I, I just thought it was some kind of thing. What cities have actually been in that conversation huh. for NBA and, and MLB? It hasn't happened very much, surprisingly. Is it the uh, for uh, the Sox? No. And the Celtics, or what? NBA and baseball. NBA and baseball. Well, NBA and baseball. NBA I was thinking and baseball and baseball. Yeah, no, it's only happened a few times, um, and it's only been Dodgers. in Lakers, Dodgers, LA. Lakers, Dodgers. Yeah, Lakers okay. and Dodgers. It happened in in '88 the, when the Lakers and 88. Dodgers '88, and it happened. Shit. Now, if you want to stretch it, in 2002. The Angels and Lakers won in the same year. See, nobody, I'll tell you what, you want to talk about the redheaded stepchild? Poor California. They oh, are right. not viewed as L.A. They just aren't. Oh, the Angels, you mean? Yeah. yeah. But, yeah, now they're called the L.A. Angels. Why? Well, I, I know yeah. what you're saying. They're, they've been California they Angels. They're, they're, been, yeah. The, yeah. they're the Mets and the White Sox in their respective cities. Yep, and it happened again in 2020 when the Lakers won and in frankly, the, in I like the bubble. frankly, I like the Angels. Yeah. Yeah, it's tough to... to Tough to hate the Angels. I have like Mike Trout and all that. It's it's a bunch of it seems like a good guys, but yeah, it hasn't happened much. So okay. so if you have like the L A L A L A and then Milwaukee would just be bizarre to to have something like that. Well, but, just just look at recent well, history with most valuable players and in the leagues mm-hmm. of of the three yeah. major sports with yeah. Giannis and uh, Yelich and Rodgers. I mean, well, Wisconsin's sort of the hotbed yeah, of uh, major league sports here. Well, yeah. and, and, yeah. and who knows, obviously, what's going to happen this year, but I don't think we could take a team in all of baseball right now and say they're a definitive frontrunner. No. My opinion. No, no. I, no, I don't think so. I, mean, I, a, I think the Dodgers helped themselves a lot with Max Scherzer fuck. and Trey Turner. That was I tough know. to how about that team loses in a one-game wild card? They just transitioned. It could uh, happen. Do they have that this year? One-game yeah, wild, one wild, wild card. They yep. do. Which and they I just, disagree with, and we should talk about that, not this episode, but another. Yeah. That's just because, they, I'll tell you what, you could you could win 94 fucking games and lose in a one-game wild card. That sucks. Bullshit. Yeah, that sucks. They Bullshit. just moved Clayton Kershaw to a 60-day IL, too. Oh, really? Yeah, he's not even on oh. the 40-man roster right oh, now. That's helpful. We like that. Hmm. All, All right. right. Want to take a quick little break, guys, and come back for a second? Or are we good? You want to? I'll no. come back for a second. All right. Let's. All right. We'll be right back. Welcome back, everybody. Hey, listen. Um, one of my all-time favorite stories in my entire life actually <laughs> happened on this podcast. God, what are we? What several months ago? Almost oh, a year ago, yeah. kind of deal. Yeah. One of our early episodes and. Uh, it had to do with uh, uh, Josh and a uh, grandparent's funeral, and um, I, I, I had asked him to just like summarize it, but you know that that wouldn't probably do it justice. So, Josh, could you please tell this ever so good true story? Yeah. So, <laughs> sorry, Grandma, in advance, but uh, yeah. So my my now ex-wife and I were out at a, at a bar. Um, <laughs> It makes it so much better. Maybe it contributed to it. Anyway, this was uh, almost exactly eight years ago. So we were out at a, at a oh. bar uh, locally here, and they were doing a drawing for brewer tickets. <laughs> and we happened to win. 
Like we got like almost front was row it, seats behind it, home uh, plate. The burger company, Milwaukee, Milwaukee burger? burger Company. Yeah, they're doing a drawing for uh, for tickets, and we won. Well, only about eighty bucks worth of beer into it. Yeah, it was. Yeah, oh, I drank yeah. a few. There wasn't many people in the bar. I'm no, like, holy you had shit, good I could win this, right? This is awesome. So we won, and they they handed us the tickets, and I looked at them, and I went, "Son of a bitch! This is the same day as my grandma's funeral." <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> So the game was in Milwaukee. Yeah. Her funeral was in Indiana, of all places, like like Terre Haute, Indiana. And I immediately started thinking, like, what story can I tell my dad that I'm not going to make Grandma's funeral? Yeah. <laughs> so I had it planned out, like, yeah, I'd be driving down there and I'd break down in Milwaukee. Oh, you were actually going to go with a breakdown. Yeah, oh, yeah. Well, yeah. Matt, did I, he share that earlier? Well, yeah, yeah, oh, I did. Oh, yeah, I, I, I was going to plan, like, Dad, I'm really sorry, like we didn't make it, like, and then I we broke down on Miller Parkway. Was he already <laughs> skeptical that maybe he had you were... no clue? Dad oh. had no clue about this. <laughs> I kept that one close to the vest. So we, we figured out, like, well, Grandma's funeral is, you know, like at noon or something, and the brewer game is at 6, mm-hmm. and and we had preferred parking. It was included <laughs> with, the, with the win. So I'm like, oh, I don't know. Maybe we can do this. So <laughs> so we went to the funeral <laughs> in Indiana, had our nice, like, funeral stuff on, and uh, sitting there like, Going through all the speeches and whatnot, and, and then and you gotta then, be getting antsy, right? Really all antsy. Right. And then my dad gets up and starts talking oh, about about yeah. his mom. Very heartfelt, like talk. It was great. I don't remember a word of it because right. I just kept looking at my watch, going, "I gotta fucking hit the road." Plugging into Google Maps to see what time your arrival would be, and it's right. getting there. Right? Yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> so as soon as like, like basically the the casket closes. <laughs> We high-five everyone. Like, yeah, we got to go. Out the door we went, jumped into the truck, and started burning up the highway through northern Indiana in, into Illinois. <laughs> and peeling off like the suit and the tie in the car. Like I'm taking the pants off. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Julie's handing me clothes, pulling on a brewer jersey. She's doing the same. Just flying up through Chicago. Race to, to Milwaukee. Hit the preferred parking, get in the stadium, plant our asses in the seats. Literally, I'm not joking. As soon as we hit the seats, first pitch oh comes out. Oh my god, that's fantastic! It was like maybe that was a message from Grandpa. Though, and huh? that's exactly what I thought because Grandma like was a huge baseball fan, and, and that's what I kept running. Like Grandma would want me to go to this baseball right. game, not a tender funeral, right? But Grandma would want me to be happy right exactly now. Exactly right. But I did both. We got them mm-hmm. both. I think it was done. The so. only the only thing that I'm sort of disappointed about in that story, hmm. and would have just made it like way over the top. If I would have took her ashes with. <laughs> That's, good too. That's pretty good too. No, no, no. If uh, if you would have just had like the jersey or your Brewers apparel on underneath, underneath, oh, and just like ripped just it off like Superman, off. Yep. yeah, yeah. So that's no, the I, only thing that can make that story yeah. better. I attended a grandma's funeral and attended a free brewer game in the same day, and I crossed like three states. Three states. To do they were in. They were in completely separate states too. Right. Like yeah. not even bordering states. Yeah. You had to go through <laughs> Illinois to get there. <laughs> you know what? I felt good about myself too. Oh goddamn right! <laughs> I would too. So awesome. Hundred percent. Thank you, Travis, for leading into that. And that was the eight-year anniversary of that about two weeks ago. So that was just great. I'll never forget that. It's a great memory. <laughs> Can we please do Seamus Never Uttered? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. One of our most favorite topics. 
And so these are, well, Justin, do you want to describe this this time? No. Oh. All right. Well. <laughs> <laughs> so. <laughs> I tried to, like, alleyopia, and you just said, ah, fuck yeah. that, it's too yeah. high. Yeah. <laughs> our statements never uttered are, are statements that we feel have never been said in the history of the human race, unless it's said by a complete douchebag or under the Under most dire circumstances. Dire circumstances. Um, I, I'll end it because I usually do. So, oh, who, Jesus, <laughs> who wants to start? You want me to start? I can start. Uh, okay. Uh, an answer uh, after a reporter asks you what you're going to do if you were to happen to win the uh, lottery. You know, <laughs> Mega Millions, Powerballs, they're up there really high in, in, in number right now. Reporter asks you what you would do if you uh, if you won the lottery. I'm going to pay off some debts and invest the money responsibly to ensure generational wealth. (laughs) Generational wealth. Never been said in one of those interviews. Never been said. (laughs) And I I pull back straight to a classic one that was strippers and blow. Hookers and blow. Hookers and blow. I'm going straight to hookers and blow. Yeah. (laughs) Whoa! (laughs) First, uh, First date, a little bit of a conversation. Fella to a girl. I hear fat girls hate the heat, but you can't wait till fall. Oh, oh Jesus oh. oh, wow! All right, well done, Jesus, Josh. Um. That's tough to follow. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> All right. Never uttered. My child support payments seem too low. <laughs> word. <laughs> you say word? <laughs> That's good. Uh, by any liberal news network. Hey, hey, maybe this wasn't actually Donald Trump's fault. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Of liberals, oh, Jesus, <laughs> bunch of bicyclists along the road. You know the serious guys. Quote: Hey guys, roads are made for motor vehicles. Let's tone it down a bit. Oh, oh yeah, uh-huh. Uh-huh. yeah. Those fucks never say that. <laughs> those road hogging assholes. <laughs> All right. Yeah, that does cross party lines, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Hatred for the serious uh-huh. bicyclists. Oh, that hundred percent. Yeah. I was feeling really depressed about the human race. Then I saw a donkey show in Tijuana. I'm all better now. What the hell? <laughs> oh, God, do God. I add? Oh, wait, wait. <laughs> oh, yeah. You don't feel better walking out of one of those? <laughs> Come on. Justin. Uh... This is the uh, young man in the uh, late 80s, early 90s. Uh, hey, Mom, I met this really nice do- guy down at the club tonight. His name is Jeffrey. I'm going over to his apartment in Milwaukee oh. tonight. I think he's the one. <laughs> but, may have been said. It was the last thing ever said. Wisconsin motorist. I used to drive drunk, 
speed and not wear my seatbelt. Thank you, NHTSA, for changing all that. <laughs> <laughs> it was the billboards that got it them. It was the billboards. <laughs> <laughs> I need to recontemplate my ways. <laughs> Reevaluate my life. That witty sign really made me change my life. <laughs> oh, Do you like the one where they talk about the pickup? Your truck will rock and roll. And they've got these bit oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, well, let's all bring up one thing yes. here. Donald Driver. One of my favorite all-time Packers. I love Donald Driver. Oh, he's very concerned about seatbelts. Yes, he is. Well, here's <clears> the thing. I, I don't know about you fellas. But I'm going to be very nice to Donald Driver, no matter what he does. But I got some Yahoo coming out of a quick trip or whatever goddamn thing and tell me I wear my seatbelt. I believe in them. They save lives, okay? But I also wear motorcycle. I believe in safety shit. But I also know that if you're not going to wear it, there is no person... That is going to convince you to wear a seatbelt, a helmet, or any other goddamn right. safety. Yeah, that's so true. I get Donald Driver rolling out. Hey, I noticed you weren't wearing your seatbelt, and it's not Donald Driver. I'm like, you need to leave. <laughs> I, don't, I don't need this. <laughs> yeah. Uh, if you want to call the police on me not wearing a seatbelt after I leave the pump, that's fine. But really, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think we. I think we're no. It, it's kind of like the billboards that never shake a baby. I got news for you: the people that shake babies aren't particularly influenced by PSAs. <laughs> the fatherhood.org. Fatherhood.gov. <laughs> yeah. Hey, you don't need a lot of money. You can play kickball with your child or take them to a library. Again, news for you: if you don't know what to do with your child, you're probably already behind the eight. <laughs> yeah. Like like one par- like one parent's gonna step in and go, hey. hey. Stop shaking the baby. Did you not see the billboard? <laughs> Look at that. Didn't, yeah. you, didn't, 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 didn't you see that? Right. And they'll have some. And, and good yeah. for Donald Driver, because I think he's legitimately one of the better guys for sure. ever. I hope it's not a money grab from the state of Wisconsin. I don't think he's going to get a lot of money from that. Yeah. All right. My okay, last statement ever on Oh, God. <clears throat> By no Native American ever. Oh, boy. Happy Columbus Day. Oh, <laughs> Oh yeah! Tell you Thank what. you, Josh. That's that's good, and you know it's it's that's it's not nearly fantastic. as bad as some of the shit you've hauled out. Thank but you. But I will tell you, there are some well done documentaries on Columbus A that support that kind of thing, <laughs> and it, it basically even as heritage, it's there, there's stuff out there. Yeah. All right. Statements never uttered. Nice work, guys. Boy. Uh, do you want to? Do we have anything else in the? Br- I. I really want to talk about someone else with the Brewers really Please quick. Please do. Hauser? Yeah. Yes! Yeah. Yes. Are, are you leaving? No, I'm getting another beer. Oh, okay. Oh, it's fine with that. Okay. It's not clean. So the other... So we're talking about the, you know what, the seventh inning. Seventh okay. inning. Adrian Hauser was pitching a no-hitter in yep. the seventh inning, and he was about at 105. 105. He got yeah. pulled in the low 100s. Yeah. Yep. So he got pulled out in... What Ooh. was the score at that time? D- Justin, do you remember? Fuck. It he was, was up 3 nothing. Uh, it wasn't... It was It was save-worthy, but not... Uh, like, it was... It wasn't a close... It wasn't it a wasn't, one nothing it wasn't, game. It was close, but because, it wasn't... Because that's really important uh, yeah, it was like, conversation. Though. It was three... I, I want to say, like, 3, three nothing. nothing. Right. I think it was within that. Yeah. It was by no means, A, the game is over. Oh, no, no, no. It wasn't out of hand or anything like that. But 
and of course it went away fast. They like, lost the game. I, I think you've they got, lost the game. I think you've got two considerations. Four nothing. Yep. Four I think nothing. you have two considerations with this. A, the pitch count. I mean, hey, every manager's human. You'd sure like your guy to get an old hitter. You'd like your organization to get an old hitter. But if you go, you have to go another three innings. It wasn't, Where, the, it wasn't the ninth. No, 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 no. My know, point was, is, no, if he gets an old hitter, he has to go nine. That's what I'm saying. Right, so that's you, what I'm saying. You, you're probably throwing 135 to 140 minimum. Right. Right. So here, here's the thing. The good, yes. I, and then where is the game? Yeah. You're probably not at, at that point. You're over a hundred pitches in the seventh inning. He ended up pitching like seven and a third, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, he left a guy in first. He left a guy in first. That's when they pulled him. Is when yep. when they gave up the hit yep. or when he uh, uh, gave up a walk. They let him go out. They let him go the out there. And got presumably, maybe finish the seventh with a pitch count of 115, 120, and then you go from there? Yes. I mean, and here, right. yeah, here's he wasn't going to be pulled after you, an out. You let him go until um, he gives up a hit. That That's my that's my thought. But they didn't do that. But they didn't do that. So mm. what what's the worst thing that happens? He pitches 130 pitches, and uh, he gives up a hit. Maybe he gives up a, a two-run home run at the point. It's not any worse than what happened to them. Hindsight being twenty twenty, they lost eight to five in ten innings. Hindsight being mm-hmm. twenty twenty, they they lost that game anyway. Mm-hmm. So you have a pitcher who is presumably pitching very well because he hasn't given up any runs, he mm-hmm. hasn't given up any hits, he gave up a bunch he was of walks. Dominant. Well, he was, yeah, he did give he up, gave up several or, or, yeah. or multiple walks, and it wasn't like a one or two walk thing. It was like four or five. Yeah. So I mean, he wasn't on his A game, but it was a minus. Mm-hmm. Like it, this wasn't a typical no hitter. What What is your point, coach? My point is, if he's still getting people out, you leave him in there until an end of an inning. But what until... if you're the pitching coach and the pitching and 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 the 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 staff that's just like he's starting to wear down. I know he but hasn't he didn't given show up a hit, but he is just not quite as He didn't show signs of wearing down, though, because he that walk so that walk that he had, yeah. there was a bullshit uh, ball call that was in the strike zone that should have been a strike. The no, if they, okay. if this were, these were, I mean, it wasn't like he was tossing balls to the backstop and his, his fastball was at where it was in the first inning. Like, right. he didn't show signs he of... Was he was still sharp. He was sharp. Yeah. So, 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 guys... How much of getting the no hitter plays into your emotional? If you're Craig Council, zero. Zero. He as cares nothing as about fans, the no hitter. As fans. So here's the I thing. I think as fans, we should be Craig Council. That's my take. Yes, we, we should, should be, be, but I'm not. Well, no, I think and we should be, and I lean yeah, that way yeah. because to get a 27 out no hitter with walks, and you know, you're not facing 27 batters. Yeah. Um, he's got to throw a 140 pitches minimum to do and, that. And there's a reason the, the Brewers are are doing a six-man rotation because they're no. not going to wear out their no. starters. So, I mean, this was by so, the game. So this was the game plan. But it, like you said, in hindsight, you look back on it and go, oh, Jesus. I think we got to be better than that. And I think – Yeah, you're and, right. And, you're I, and, right. I, and I need to I'll – need, I'll ask this. The people in the clubhouse, the baseball people – who really, really would like their teammate to get an old hitter? What do they think? Do they get it? I, th- I don't know the answer to that. But look, but that's what we'd have to look at. There's a difference when do you're your Lorenzo Cain to the world or your Yelichis. They don't care. And you're no, well, they don't care. I don't know. I do think they, th- do I don't think they do care because at the end of the year, they want a World Series ring, 
And I don't think they want a manager necessarily pushing a, a, a pitcher too, too far. No, no. That, that, that's, that's right. That's right. We're on the same page. No, okay, we're on the same page. We are. Yes. Uh, and and it's a, there's a difference. If Hauser was going into the eighth inning with 100 pitches I as opposed to the different. seventh, there's a difference seventh, there. Yeah. But you, but they Kyle still wants his guy to get an old hitter. He really does. Right. But, but right. he's not but, also going to blow the guy's arm either. Right. I mean, but he, he's not blowing he the game as much as blowing show, his arm. Yes. He didn't show the signs of being fatigued, and Hauser hasn't been a you know I wish every he was the five eighth or ninth, right? Fuck, right. he's not pulling him in the ninth. No, no, he's not pulling him in the ninth. Not, no, not at that pitch count. Yeah. Even if you would ordinarily pull him in the ninth, I don't. You think, would leave him in because of the no hitter. I don't even and think that they is pull the manager being a good man. I don't even think they pull him in the eighth. Maybe not at that pull. point. Probably maybe not. Not, not with a four run got, lead. Boy, you got you got. You got nine outs to get though, mm-hmm. and you've got zero outs. When he faced one batter in the seventh and walked him. Yeah. No, so, he got an out. Okay, he got no, one he's out. Got, so he's got eight outs to go. He's got a runner on. Yep. Yeah. Oh boy. And we're not talking about this if if, if the bullpen comes in and does their and, job. And here's, must be honest, and here's like, the thing: I want I want to talk about the opposing team because it's three nothing. They're not thinking no hitter. Four. They don't want to be no. Huh? Four nothing. You don't want to be no hit. You don't want to be part of that history, mm-hmm. right? right. And what what does any baseball person know? Let's take some pitches. Sure. Let's have these be five or six pitch at bats, even if they're outs. Right. That adds up into danger land, I think. Well, and, yep. and because they still feel they can win this game, not just spoil the no hitter. It's like they're leaving them in. Okay, we'll make them pay. Yeah. So I, I, I don't think – you can't bitch at Council about that because he followed his game plan. And how many times does he take a guy out after the second time there through is, the order no matter what the There is certainly is precedent for a lot of managers pulling pitchers with no hitters, and it's the right baseball move. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Because, okay. yeah, because your, your, your job is to win the – to win a World Series, and again, and a no hitter doesn't help that, right? And again, we're not talking about this if they don't blow it and yep. lose eight five. Yep, exactly right. Yep. Good point. Good. Um, you want to go to our good things that athletes have done off the field? Yeah, sure. I would love to do that. Who wants to start on this one? I'll start. I love this topic. No, it feels good. Actually. Love it. Good things that uh, that guys have done off the field. Athletes yep. have done. Yep. Uh, my uh, my person is the uh, 2019 Walter Payton Man of the Year defensive end for the Jacksonville Jaguars, Calais Campbell. So mm, not bro, familiar, not familiar, and Me I wasn't either. really either until I started dugging into it. it. Thank you. So Calais Campbell, when he was in um, high school. Uh, he lived with his mom and his dad, and I believe there were five total kids. So it was a family of seven. They hit some hard times, ended up in a Denver homeless shelter uh, for, for a chunk of his high school career. Hmm. So his dad was always the type of person that said, if you screw up, um, you're writing an essay about it. You know, what What did you do wrong? What can you do better? How can you fix your actions? Calais Campbell took this and uh, and brought it into his um, uh, career. His father ended up dying um, when he was going to the University of Miami. Um, never got to see him play college football. Never got to see him in the pros. But uh, Calais Campbell started a, um, a charity named after his father, um, he pledges money based on how he does. So the 2019 season, for every Jaguars win, he'd give a thousand dollars, a sack, five thousand, etc. Doing yep. a bunch of stuff. Um, 
to he's raise not like money. He's a twenty million dollar a year guy. Right? No, he's not. He's like this well is well paid, but he's, he's not. He's well paid, but he's not like JJ Watt money. He's not say, like he's, a top player. Right. So yeah. he, um, what he does is he donates uh, money to um, various areas to include the Clara White Mission, um, which is a uh, uh, um, like a domestic violence type mm-hmm. of thing. Oh. Um, the uh, CRC Foundation is what his uh, foundation is called. Um, in 2019, gave to the Season of Giving, uh, which funded Northeast Florida, um, like feeding Northeast Florida, giving basically money to homeless shelters. Um, the Wounded Warrior Project, the United Way. Um, he also gave money uh, when the Jaguars uh, faced the Broncos in 2019. Hmm. Uh, he gave an additional $5,000 each to several Denver-based charities, uh, basically because he was from there. Um, he goes out of his way to um, teach youth in the cities that he's playing in because he's played in several cities, um, uh, you know, to harness your creative talents, your vocational skills, your financial skills, um, take responsibility for your own actions. Nobody else is forcing you to do anything. You are responsible for your own actions. Oh, so if you fuck up, it's on you to do yourself better. Uh, you know, just mm-hmm. empowering um, uh, young people to get out of the situations that he was in growing up and um, become successful. Um, he's hosted uh, coding camps, and you might say, "What's coding camp?" He with Microsoft doing uh, computer coding because that is, um, yeah, that is that's like how the, you're gonna get a job. That's how you're gonna get a job and a well-paying job. Yeah. He hosted coding camps alongside of Microsoft and the uh, boys and girls clubs of Northeast Florida for kids to give them the the foot in the door for these high-paying jobs that wouldn't, they wouldn't necessarily they be wouldn't, wouldn't they wouldn't, wouldn't be get, yeah, they wouldn't be opened up to legit, at all. Legitimately going to look at the end of career and, and make make a difference well past his playing days. Right. Yes. So he he's doing things instead of just tossing money at people. He's giving people foundational skills, kids, underprivileged youth, foundational skills that will help them moving forward. Um, and he was given the uh, Walter Payton Man of the Year Award for the NFL in 2019. Good for him. That's outstanding. So it, we're not no, talking I, like J.J. Watt money, really, but really it's, it's like it, sitting down in real-level yeah, people. It, it, right? It's a shame that I think I'm hearing it for the first time, and to me, Josh, like you're hearing again. it for the first yep. time, yep. and, that, and that's the good stuff. Awesome. Um, my guy is um, a former brewer for a very short time. It's uh, Curtis Granderson. Oh. Curtis Granderson, who I loved when he was with the Brewers Absolutely. for a short time. If you remember, he almost hit a home run in the <sighs> NLCS against uh-huh. the Dodgers. You guys remember that? It yes. was like warning track, like uh, almost right uh-huh. there. Yeah, yeah, that was rough. Yeah, so Granderson has has always apparently been a huge charitable guy. He founded a uh, a charity in I think 2007, dedicated to like inner city kids and getting them into baseball, but also into education and continuing education and all that. He wrote a children's book in 20. Uh, sorry, 2009, which was illustrated by the students of the New York public school system. Cool. Yeah. He donated $5 million of his own money to build a new baseball stadium for uh, University of Illinois, <clears throat> Chicago. Wow. Yes. He was the um, 
Marvin Miller Man of the Year for the MLB MLBPA, which is the Union's Award. I think the equivalent of the Walter Frey Man of the Year mm-hmm. for the Union. Yeah. Yeah. Um, in 2009, he won it again in 2016. He won it again in 2018. He won it again in 2019. And... <laughs> He was voted one of the friendliest players in MLB. So he's not only just a good guy, he's a Isn't, isn't it a shit sandwich guy. that I'm hearing it from you now? And that's wonderful. But but there's so much out there negative in all the sports that is focused on. It's like, mm-hmm. damn, I, I'm, I'm glad we do this. But yep. I, I realize our voice doesn't, doesn't, doesn't reach. Doesn't the, carry. The, no, yeah. it doesn't carry. But it's like, man... Yeah, that's neat stuff. Yeah, did you have any idea when he came Hell to the Brewers no. and we were getting? I had no because it doesn't sell. No, no it doesn't. doesn't sell. No, so good for you, Curtis Granderson, and he's still continuing his work, by the way, even after he's retired. So he's a well-spoken dude, by the way. Yes, yeah. he is. Travis, you got one. So everyone knows this guy, Drew Brees. Drew oh, Brees. Yes. Um, he might be one of the most well-known guys, but he's known for. Hurricane Katrina. Oh, okay. sure, yeah. Um, you mentioned five million dollars. Well, this iconic quarterback and his wife Brittany announced that they would be donating five million dollars in charity towards the construction of numerous healthcare centers throughout Louisiana. And Louisiana is always forty-eight, forty-nine, and fifty of healthcare, dental <laughs> care, yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. But so everybody thinks that, um, and I found this just today. Here we go. So Katrina was 05, right? So don't think this was just a, a you know, a guy kind of pouncing on the, a the need of what that yes. I shouldn't say pouncing, but but this was when he just became charitable. Drew Brees founded the Brees Dream Foundation in 2003. The former Purdue man and his wife established this organization to support cancer patients. Um, they did it in memories of um, his wife's aunt. Um, there is a long list of stuff, and um, and I don't want to hear anything. And this goes for any athlete, regardless of, of their money. The yeah, that's just chipping off a little bit of, of fuck you. You know what? Um, it <laughs> doesn't maybe mean a little more where a guy makes five hundred grand and gives a hundred of it. Away. You know, sure. You you get into these types of things, but. It's your money. You don't have to do these things, and mm-hmm. it's not necessarily going to help it help, you know, your your overall earning. There's some things that are done for the right reasons. Mm-hmm. They're not for tax purposes and stuff like that. Well, and, and, and Drew Brees, I could be wrong because I don't know the man, but everything I'm hearing is he's he's doing it for the right reason. He was a and, Walter Payton Man of the Year yeah, too. So yeah, so you don't just get that. Yeah, from you, know, yeah. you, you don't just guy. get that. And he's always there, and he's. He's, um, you know, you, you, you hope, you hope and you think that, um, you know, the continuing impact makes a difference because, you know, uh, so much you can take from a, a career, right? You can get the ring and whatnot, but well, how, how, how about a ring and a few thousand people that you made a difference in their life? Well, and Over and above memories. Yeah, and yep. I've seen the little sports. Over and above, I watch blank player. Right. Yeah, and I've it's seen cool. the little blips on Sports Center about some kid that he befriended who mm-hmm. had a debilitating condition and came to the sidelines and drew him over and gave him a football and, and, and we, we kept in touch a little bit. These kids, in a, the, these kids in the children's hospitals and whatnot, and whether uh, it's Drew Brees or somewhere someone else, 
it truly it's hard to put a price tag on that kind of thing. Right. Not for those kids, you can't. Nope. Can't you can't. It's a it's a drop in the bucket for these NFL athletes to, to go visit them, but it means everything for these kids. Yeah. And it's just yeah. to actually have the humility to go up and do those things. Oh, for sure. Yeah. That's not easy. That uh, Oh, not easy. Because if you're a decent human being, making a trip into a dying child, <laughs> yeah. I don't care who you are. That's tough. Yeah, no thanks. Good right. for them. Yeah. Um, real quick, back to the Brewers. One mm-hmm. little topic that I wanted to hit. Welcome back, John Axford. And happy, and happy trails, John, John Axford. You <laughs> oh, had a good loss to the bullpen. He lasted <laughs> all of a third of an inning, <laughs> then blew out bastard. his elbow. Yeah, and it was a significant. <laughs> it was elbow a significant injury. elbow injury. It wasn't like how's <laughs> this going to affect his lawn care work? <laughs> it wasn't like. <laughs> yeah. That's what I want to know. He started the year as a color broadcaster, as a broadcaster for the Blue Jays. <laughs> And then he's like, oh, and then I'm, I'm the ball in there. a little bit. I'll go down to the minor leagues and pitch well. Yeah, he pitched really well. Played for Team Canada. And, he's, playing, uh, he's playing with house money. He's yeah. got to be having a riot. Well, My, speaking of money, Justin, what did they trade for him? A dollar. One One beautiful dollar. <laughs> dollar. It was fantastic. That's My good My favorite, when, when all this was coming out, like, no fucking way. That's the same John. John Axford. Like, How many John Axford? John Axford. Right. It, is it? So I, you know, the Google machine, John Axford. And the first image that comes up is one of his and, and uh, uh, the training camp for uh, the Canadian <clears throat> national team. Oh. And he looked more like my uh, trash collector than he did a Major <laughs> well, League Baseball he, player. He looked too old to be a pitching coach. Oh, yes. It's like that fellow oh. shouldn't be in baseball. Well, oh, okay. No, <laughs> he no, shouldn't he, be coaching. And you know what? He's not that much older than I am. Oh, right. <laughs> He's, He's younger like, than both of you. Yeah, way younger. Yeah, He's like 38, right? Or 30 oh, years. yeah. Here's the question. Oh, so, that guy looks so, so they traded him. They, they gave up a dollar to get a him, dollar. right? Then he blew his elbow. Who pays for that surgery? You the know Brewers. The Brewers. Yeah, the Brewers are on the hook for that. That's true. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> He's contemplating and, his options. And how do you yeah. get into the rehab? Right, it's all. Oh, it's all. The it's all on Brewers the on the hook. Right. Right. So Even they got one out, they yep. got one out. They paid for, for the one dollar and they probably they got a Sophia Miniart seventy thousand uh, dollars worth of surgery and, and oh, for starters. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> but it was, that was a good story. It, it was awesome, awesome to fun. see him. I mean, the X Man is back. <laughs> yeah. Oh. My mom's oh. all excited because I bought her an Axford jersey like ten years ago, and she's she says I'm gonna wear that one to Pittsburgh. <laughs> oh, and it's she's it's still going to, but yeah. Great. Every time you know the summer comes around, I yeah. get my Facebook memories and um, the the things that I posted on Facebook yeah. nine years ago when John Axford was struggling you know john axford couldn't close a door type of thing he was one so, of your hated brewers your I, most hated brewers one of my most hated brewers after that and then yeah then they sign him back like yeah. oh all I right i'm feeling the guy's gonna have a uh either well what do you think broadcast versus coaching oh it's 100 percent broadcast, broadcast yeah. oh yeah yeah all right hold on we're gonna, all right. we're gonna take a pause we'll be right back Okay, we are back, and we are going to move right into our dumb athlete quotes. What do you got there, Justin? What are you talking about? Um, this is a, a bottle that Steph forgot to put the anniversary one on. Oh, so that's the actual, actual kid cold. Oh, it's a kid goat, like a yeah, it's young a goat, goat. like a kid, yeah. Like, oh. <laughs> do that again. 
<laughs> that wasn't very good. Never do that again. <laughs> I'm really bad at animal noises, but I'm better than that. That's really bad. You should not Travis, ever, never, do, you, do you have a dumb athlete? Mickey quote? Rivers, former Yankee. Quote, ain't no sense worrying if you have no control over something. Ain't no sense worrying about it. You have no control over it anyway. If you don't have no control, why worry? So either way, there ain't no sense worrying. Mickey Rivers. 1978. <laughs> so I think Fuck. he's saying we should not worry. Take it easy. <laughs> Take it easy. All right. Do you guys, have you ever heard of Natalie Goldis? Yeah, I okay. sure have. I mean, she's a, um, um, she's a golfer that never really won anything. But Is she, she pretty? She, 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 oh, guess so. Well, she tweeted once with uh, her and Michelle Wee. Oh, God. This tweet says, Michelle and I with Lincoln Memorial in the background. It was not the Lincoln Memorial in the background. Oh. It was actually the Washington Monument. Oh, yeah. <laughs> There's a difference. There's a difference. Yeah. Oops. <laughs> There's a reason why she does a golfing show now and not like not actual golf. Not actually competes. Like she competes. Is she like a Sharapova kind of like fiftieth no, in the world but beautiful? Yet, yet. Oh yeah, she's a peanut. Yeah. Very, Let me see that. Very fake boobs. Yeah. Oh. Yep, that is definitely not the. Oh yeah. yeah. Well. <laughs> All right. She's she's much better to look at than actual golfers. To listen to. Yeah. yeah. Okay, Justin, what do you got? What do you got? My dumb athlete quote. Uh, so it was dumb at the time, but it takes on new meaning now later on in his life. Oh, Kellen Winslow Jr. Oh boy. Oh God. Wait, 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 wait. Uh, douche I Hall of Fame. Yes, Douche Hall of Fame. Yeah. Kellen Winslow Jr. Yeah. It takes on new meaning that he um, has been convicted of sexual assault. That's right. I am a fucking soldier. That's right. <gasps> yeah. Ooh. Yeah, 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 that didn't go over well then, and it no. definitely doesn't now. <laughs> no, no, you're not, sir. No, no, you're not. You're a sex offender. Yeah, I mean, I'm you're not a Darren Sharper sex level sex <laughs> offender because yeah. you should like, you know. He, he got, I don't think he's got four, cereal in front of his name yet. He got 14 <laughs> years in the clink. Oh, that is pretty oh, good. Good. For, well, didn't he assault like a 79 year old uh, homeless boy? old woman? <sighs> yes. That was Kellen one of Winslow? the two. Th- Kellen, yeah, oh, that was yeah. one of the two oh, people yeah. that he assaulted. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. what earned him a place in the Hall of Fame, the yeah. Dave Bliss Douche Hall of Fame. Oh, uh huh. Okay. An old homeless woman. Yeah. Oh, my Can we move on to the Zlatan Ibrahimovic arrogant <laughs> athlete quotes? <laughs> oh, ah, uh, shit! What was it? What was I listening to? Oh no, no, no. I saw a. Uh, 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 well, okay, it was a TikTok, but it was a like. Uh, uh, awesome chants, like soccer chants or whatever, oh, okay, yeah. and they were ripping on Zlatan. Really? They, yeah, and I don't oh. remember what it was, and I don't remember if I sent it to you or not. How but dare they insult Zlatan? Zlatan, what, I, I heard that, I'm like, oh, fuck, that's Zlatan! I know him! <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I know him. Yeah. Uh, why don't I start, because start my Zlatan. quote is, is, of course, from Zlatan. Oh, <laughs> Zlatan sat down at a press conference. A reporter asked him, why he had scratches and scars on his face. Oh, God. He reportedly commented, well, I don't know. You'll have to ask your wife about that. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. 
I'm liking them more every day. Oh, because I love because I'm starting time. to get with the. Do you remember like months ago? We're like, is he is he just nuts? Is he the most arrogant guy ever? Or is he just playing some? I'm leaning towards. He kind of liking his. Oh, this is fantastic. This. He's, oh yeah. Oh, I love Ask some Slanton. Ask your wife. Ask your wife. Yeah. I try to confirm because it says he reportedly coming. I try to confirm oh. I couldn't, but it look it wouldn't be like outlandish if he No. <laughs> That's I love Slanton. Fucking fantastic. Well, I got a quote from uh, Mike Tyson, nineteen eighty eight. Ooh. I can sell out Madison Square Garden masturbating. Whoa. Oh. Confirm quote. Oh. He was talking about the draw of his. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. I don't know. Oh. I don't know what it fits into, but he's basically saying. Hey, That's what she it? said. Was that pre or post rape? Oh, 1988. That was pre. It was oh. pre, I think. Yeah, because oh. his rape stuff was in the 90s. <laughs> yeah, he may not be wrong. Uh, in those days, I don't know. I mean, how big is Madison Square Garden? Uh, how big is Mike Tyson? Anyway, all right. Oh Lord, <laughs> Dale Brown. Former LSU? LSU basketball coach. This will be good. A lot of a lot of athletes are arrogant, narcissistic, prima donnas, and selfish. And he never fell into that category. He's one of the most sensitive, intelligent people I've known. Uh, when all of this is over, I'd like to be his mentor. I don't know who he was talking to because I kept looking back, but it was some uh, coach there, some player that he had or whatever. He's basically saying that this person is not a narcissist, not arrogant, not a prima donna, not selfish, and he should have me as a mentor. I think I'm following you. So... Dale Brown feels that he... Oh, I, I, I'm is, with you, brother. Oh, he is the guy. He is yeah. the guy oh. to continue to guide him in this. Yeah. No, that, that's okay. really good, actually. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah, yep. Yep. This would have probably been better at the 30-minute mark. Instead no, of no, 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 I'm with you, no. Mark, but no, I got you. No, that's good, actually. That, I actually felt really good about this one when I was sober, <laughs> so. No, feel good about it now. Just because we didn't catch it doesn't mean it's wrong. I caught it just a little late. Better than mine. Are we doing the no shit, no shit? You want to yeah. do the no shit, I wanna, no shit? I have, I have a word that says sper- spermatuza. Do it. All right, go for it, Justin. No shit, no shit. Nope. This is where we... Oh, maybe uh, I should explain yeah, it. Yeah, please do. There's two kinds of no shits. One is the super obvious, where, uh, you know, get an umbrella out, it's raining, no shit. The other is just this unbelievable, my God, no way, statistic, whatever. So, um, Coach, what do you got here? No shit. No shit. The... Argonaut is the only cephalopod to secrete and live in a shell of its own making, uh, and it's a unique sea creature that swims via jet propulsion. No, it doesn't. Hold on. It uses powerful jets of water squirted through a funnel in its shell. The female is oftentimes ten times larger than the male. That's all right. Hold on. Mm. That's not even the most interesting part. It's been found that Argonauts have an interesting way of resolving the little issue of copulation. And although live male Argonauts have never actually been observed in the wild, an understanding of their reproduction process has been gleaned by observing a dead male and a live female. Hold on. Wait for it. 
a tiny male throws a modified arm containing spermatosa uh-huh. called a hectocotylus <laughs> at not. the female which will then swim toward the female's mantle, the sac which stores her organs. The mantle! Finding its way inside and subsequently fertilizing the eggs. A female's eggs can actually be fertilized by more than one hectocotylus by storing them inside the mantle cavity, much like Josh's mom. The cavity. Or most Wisconsin women. (laughs) (laughs) The male's modified arm develops in a pouch under its Uh eye until it's called upon, at which point it explodes out of the cavity and swims across to the female, attaching itself to her mantle via uh, via suckers and wiggling its way inside. The male then dies. I think I would want to as well. No shit! The guy throws the, the fucking male throws his dick at a chick. That's what he impregnates her and then if dies. If you miss that, good for her. He launched it. and he him. It. He uh, there was a of, different there was a different distance. Are we talking? I don't here? know, but uh, there was a different story that I was reading an article on it. This was more reputable. It was National Public Radio that said the the uh, uh, male will sit and lurk and watch the females pass by until he sees a suitable female and then he'll toss his penis at it and then (laughs) die. I I I take this as like Lambaseter on Water Street as people are walk as as the females are walking past and then launch your damn and yeah. Yep. After that just die. Yep. Wow. It's really good. Travis you gotta No shit. That is well, a wait, good wait, no wait, shit, Jesse. Yeah, 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 can I? I'm gonna, yeah. I'm gonna go in a different order. The no shit. Oh, well, I can do that. Yeah. Hey, if you miss that hammer, you could hurt your finger. Hails <laughs> in comparison. <laughs> Let me go right into my other one, okay? Please, because yeah, I, because I got to get that back. Just a second here. I have it. You threw me off with the. Uh, you want me to do mine here? Germany's population has the lowest. Percentage of children. <laughs> Zero to 14 years old, Germany's population is 12%. That isn't what is shocking. Kenya has the highest rate of children. 40% of Kenya is 0 to 14 years old. Holy shit. Wait. No shit. Yeah. Whoa! There, you are not living long at all, and there's a oh, lot of kids, and yeah. it's sad as shit. That's... Yeah. So, yeah, there we go. I, I, okay, I did. I'm sorry about the whole hammer thing. It would have been better if Justin didn't go on this long but very good. What, what was even the name of the those reproducing jet propulsion things? Well, there were cephalopods. They're argonaut, basically. Duh, the... They were argonaut uh, octo octo. Pie. All right. They're an octopus. Hey, where's that vodka bottle? <laughs> Hectocotylus. Hectocotylus is the arm in which they launch. Right. And you can't I'll, technically I'll say that. you can't technically say penis because the penis is inside of the Well something is getting thrown and the, it means business. The sperm the spermatosa gets put into the hectocotylus and then it gets tossed. So he hucks a dick. He hucks no, he hucks the sperm. It's basically donkey, pod- donkey punching. Oh, good for... All right. Where are you at, Josh? All right. 
My no shit. Did you guys know that the Finland Air Command used a swastika as its official emblem until 2020? Oh my goodness. Way. Yes. That's amazing. They just recently did away with it. The like swastika was... Heil Hitler swastika? No. Well, it was, yes, the actual swastika. So the swastika dates back way before the Nazis. Right. Hitler, like, rebranded it or whatever. Supposedly, hit, uh, Finland had it a long time before then. They had it on their planes. They had it all wow. over their air force. It took them <clears throat> this long to say, nah, maybe not a good look. What would they have named the Cleveland team? We're sitting here, like, <laughs> launching out sports teams named Indians, and Finland's over there with swastikas There's, on their jets. You, you had the same thought. Yeah. It's so, like, that makes Indians not look too terribly. Nah. Yeah. So, supposedly, some, like, like Swedish count back in 1918 Get some lemonade granted them a plane and put a swastika on the side of it. And ever since then... And you can kind of see their, their reasoning, because they're going to say, we're not letting... The fascist Nazi Germany hijacked what used to be a that reasonable symbol. Exactly That's probably the route they're taking. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. They said that they look at it as a pride. Yeah, I get that. Yep. Until they well, and, and in Finland, um, like military services um, mandatory. Mandatory. So. And oh, by the way, Switzerland it is too. If you yes. didn't know that. Oh yeah, Switzerland. My shit. my old Swiss neighbors. He was uh, had to serve in the Swiss military. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, they had a fucking swastika with two wings leaning out the back of his flying on flags. Until the last 13 months or so. Yeah. When you tap on the fish tank, I got that for me. No, I just... All right. right. Uh, I have a no shit. No shit. I actually don't have one, so go ahead. Caution. Contents may be hot. On any label that requires you to microwave or place something in the oven. It all goes no back to McDonald's 25 years ago. It's got to no be 25 shit. years ago now. Oh, it's way more than that. Way. 30? It's not more than 30. It's not more than 30. 30. And that started... The lady who spilled the hot spilled coffee, the hot coffee, coffee on her, her, maybe her business. Yeah, and, yep. 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 Fucking stupid. Uh, do you want to talk about a douche of the week? I got one. Oh, I didn't do that one. Oh, Justin. Whoa. What do you got, Travis? You have a douche of the week? Ryan Lochte. You don't <laughs> remember the real... Oh, my God, yes. It's really uh, pretty uh, pretty amazing. So, you remember the, the 2016... Rio uh, de Janeiro. Yep. Did you remember the story about the, yep. uh, the swim team? Sure and, do. Yeah. Remember okay. all this. So, they called it Lochte Gate. And he was only one of four four guys. They were all swimmers. But here's a really long story short. Um, name the other three names won't mean anything. But basically, they they accused or didn't accuse, but they said, "Hey, listen, we got held up by a number of guys posing as Brazilian." Police and they got mugged. Well, the true story, of course, was that they were drunk and disorderly and were pissing on a building and kind of fought with security guys. So they came up with that story. Two of them were on an airplane, um, like on their way home, and literally got yanked off their plane, their passports taken, and it became really kind of a diplomatic headache. And it ultimately was kind of like maybe it's best for both countries if this goes away. But fucking. 
uh, Lochte, the prick, he did kind of like the, um, I don't know, a little bit of like the Ryan Braun went on and, and, and very publicly blamed the person that mm-hmm. needed to be blamed. Yep. He went on the Today Show or something like that, and he gives this story. The, the Arkansas Coach Bobby Petrino, remember him and the, the, yep. the collar and like whatever. Well, Ryan Lochte did one of these things. He talks about how they were scared and he's terrified, and it's like completely fucking fabricated. Ryan Lochte and your three swimming people who have hopefully gotten fat and have been as unsuccessful as you might imagine they'll be can fuck off because that is not a good way to represent your country. No, and that is that is exactly what every foreign country thinks of Americans. Uh-huh. Is that arrogant fuck? And that guy pissed away so many millions yeah. in endorsement deals. And and, and and he's calling it here... Um, right. He's calling it here immature decisions and behavior. Uh, I guess I don't know his exact age at the time. It's just... Uh, it's, one thing to, it's one thing to have the... Um, the oh shit I'm a 17 year old moment and take responsibility you can get away with a whole lot by just saying I fucked up whoopsie but when you double down and you start you know and hope by the way real those poor bastards they did everything they could to put together a good Olympics with really bad economic situations Mm -hmm. things that were no fault of the individuals and all of a sudden they've got these American athletes and they know that Rio has this reputation so what's everybody going to believe of course everybody's going to believe that we have corrupt cops and or held us at gunpoint Mm -hmm. and it's like you know fuck you Mm -hmm. and and good for them for defending themselves yep so. Good. Fuck Ryan Lochte. What an asshole. Yeah. Uh, my douche of the week is Trevor Bauer. <laughs> oh, boy. Yes. yes. <laughs> Month, year, six months. Look. Potential Hall of Fame, I'm telling you right now. Look, I don't know what the details or how that case is going to play out. But okay? what we do know. What we do know. <laughs> Look, it appears consensual. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. However, if you're Trevor Bauer, do you really need to indulge your oh, pretty dark yeah. sexual fantasies on anyone? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, maybe not. And by the way, the word is. None of the LA Dodgers want him back. That like, is big. Yeah, that like, is really. They big. have they have said mum on it. It's not like we support Trevor. We can't wait to have him back. It is that says so much. Yep. So if if you're Trevor Bauer, there's you, more than the guy's a little kinky in the bedroom. There's the guy is not the clubhouse guy too. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, uh, Trevor, you have dug your own grave on this when you go out of your way to make yourself a huge... You're the guy. Yep. You're, you are out there with everything, and he's been that way for years. Yep, exactly. And then you go into this. I'll tell you what. Is this a, is this a guy that could potentially turn tens of millions of dollars into not much because... If you, I know everybody can point to what he's got in the bank and what his contract is and stuff, but there's some stuff that nullifies contracts. And, oh, by the way, if you've got one, two, three big civil suits that get drug out, is is Trevor Bauer someone that can literally 
you know, have it all taken away? I I think it depends. Or can he survive? On, I don't know. It depends on. I I think if he's like charged, then we they can. Are, yeah. Then we, they well, can. Well, they don't. But if he ends up in prison, well, what I'm saying is, if the league doesn't want to touch him, if if you've got one team, you know, he's burned bridges, and if people are like, he's not worth what it would take off the field with groups and whatnot. Yeah. And and there's you don't have to be criminally charged to, to face some civil litigation. I mean the guy right. the guy might not comfortably sit with a twenty million dollar bank account. Right. I don't know what he's made to this point. Because endorsements well, made, are out the windows. Ton of money. Ton of money. I get it, he's but endorsements are out the windows. Oh right. yeah, no one's gonna endorse yeah. it anymore. So, yeah. <clears throat> it's just funny that he was that guy that put himself out there on purpose and now oh you actually <laughs> well, I'm not going to go into it, but okay. yeah, what, uh, yeah, right. Lane Kiffin. Lane Kiffin's a oh. douchebag. Uh, he's a douchebag. I'm going straight. Isn't I'm, he in? No, he's Nobody's not in. He's not. How has he been overlooked? No, we've never mentioned him. We've before. never mentioned Lane Kiffin. He's cheated. He's been a part of scandals in oh, in all sorts of and multiple teams that he's coached or been a part of the coaching staff. I am going to take a real juvenile approach on this and go straight TMZ. Huh. Uh, so you know there's a huge difference between a douchebag and an asshole. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can love a douchebag, but you can't love an asshole. <laughs> Lane Kiffin really straddles that line. Uh, he's pretty much had sex with every Alabama booster's wife and allegedly Nick Saban's daughter. What? On the other hand, he also leaves every job because he gets bored, and then he whines, and then he leaves and goes, does something else. Yeah. He is basically banging anything that moves, anything he gets his hands on, and he's Lane Giffen. Lane Kiffin. I didn't know that about Saban's daughter. Yeah. That's the T- that's why I said TMZ because I don't I don't think any of it any of it has that, been that, confirmed. You know, but she it's could like, weigh uh, like three twenty. But yeah. just him being able to to, to, to have that over Nick doesn't that be a benefit? kind of make you a little happy because Nick is such a yeah. Man, I gotta yeah. tell you that brings a little twinkle <laughs> in my eye. Put a little tinkle and like oh, wiener. All right. Do you remember backing up just a bit? Do you remember the press conference that he gave when he's a Tennessee Volunteer coach and he accuses yes. the other teams of illegal recruiting yes. and he's just like he's talking to these boosters and he starts talking about his ass. It's like. Uh-huh. I'll tell you what, Al Davis is firing of him with 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 like uh-huh. a with, with like the uh, come on, it was like middle school. Uh, come on, overhead projector. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 he literally has six, and he fires the fight. Oh, uh, nice. Lane Kiffin. Uh, do you guys have something you want to bitch about in sports? Yeah. Oh, please, let's do a Brucevus. Justin, please explain what a Brucevus is. A Brucevus. You look back at the popular episode in uh, Seinfeld in which they speak of Festivus and airing of grievances. Well, we've taken that concept and brought it to the baseball or sports world. And what grievance do we have with something that goes on in uh, professional sports, in amateur sports, that we really need to get off our chests and say, you know what, I got a problem with you people and I'm going to let you know about it. Very good. Travis, do you have one? Waiters or waitresses in the front row behind home plate. Oh. You've seen them. Maybe you haven't paid a lot of attention to it, and maybe it's just one of my neuroses. But the 
coming to take an order. So you've got the, you know, you're watching the game, and all mm-hmm. of a sudden you see someone bending over, taking an order mm-hmm. in the front row and whatever. And I know some of it could be the, well, geez, yeah, that's better than having the people get out of their seats and causing all this distraction. Well, there's nothing more goddamn distracting than someone coming in and ordering like you're at a goddamn restaurant. Get up, go get your beer, go get your food. Oh. It's got to be distracting. I don't like it. Not every stadium does it. Maybe even a third or less do it. Milwaukee doesn't, you know. But there's somewhere it's like, God damn it. And, you know, and, 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 and it's always the people. Not always. 75% of the people that are being catered to like that are not wearing team logos, team gear, team jerseys, or team anything. They got the tickets a week before because whatever. And It's a corporate ticket. And it's a corporate ticket. I'm bringing Molly from accounting. I'm sure she'll have a great time. Oh, whatever yeah. it is, I don't I like it. Fuck about the game. So right. your, your, your gripe is not with the waiters or the waitresses. It's, it's with the people. these the people. people. Well, the stadiums that, that do it. offer it. That they do it. If, if you want to have a fan deck or whatever, I'm all for doing whatever the hell you want. But just not right in front of home plate where a pitcher can be affected. I mean, everybody's, oh, you poor pitcher, whatever. Well, there are stadiums that will not even allow you to walk down in certain yeah. areas in between the innings. So if your whole idea is not to have someone bounce up between home plate, okay, enforce that rule. Don't let people come and go. But don't have someone bending over and they've got a four-person service and then they come back with their tray of shit. And yeah. I don't like it. Yeah, Just wrong. Fair. Good. I like it. Um, my Brucevis sort of harkens back a little bit to what I mentioned last time when grown-ass adults dive after foul balls. If you're a grown-ass adult, and you only see this in, like, maybe after a rain delay or a sparsely attended game, if you're an adult who's yelling, Swing! Uh, You son of a bitch. Are you fucking kidding me? What is wrong with you? How much different is it than you're the man, it's in the hole? Guy. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's worse, even. It's worse, right? Yeah. yeah. R- big time. Because you think that you're affecting him. And then, oh. if they do swing and miss, you know they do one of these. Where they look around and smile. Like, yeah, yeah, I made him swing. No, you didn't, you it's stupid the, motherfucker. It's the mid-50s fat ass that not only didn't get cut from their JV team, they literally you know, couldn't even throw a ball or catch. These are people that just... Suck, but they can tell you what the 1987 Braves did one through whatever because they know every statistic under the sun and they can tell you, oh my god, these people they're awful. They're, I, I can't tell you how much I the premise of it because these the swing guys are also the people that fit into other categories. Oh, oh yes, 100%. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's that's really good. Yeah, it's really good. Justin, you got one. My Brewstavis keeps going back to, and the Brewers are about to get uh, delayed Rain here. Delayed, yeah. Uh, oh, really? Terrible umpires. Mm. Angel Hernandez. Okay. Uh, the strike zone, unable to tell anything. This happened on a on the Brewers game, the first Brewers game of this, uh, not being able to tell that a ball wood. fouled off a fucking wood bat um, and not being able to review that. <coughs> Just the... What appears to be, and I remember what umpiring. What happened being, to Woodruff? 
Oh god. In that game. Oh. And that was CB Buckner. Again. And Buckner. it was CB goddamn Buckner. It's it wasn't Buckner, just one other guy. Buckner, it's Hernandez, it's West. Well, Buck, it's... The Buckner is the worst balls and strikes guy in the league. Hernandez is just the all-around. Yeah. My god, there's nothing Hernandez right. is terrible. He's Buckner terrible. Is worst but Buckner the is the I I say with well, I don't know for sure. I say I think I could get a rating as good as C.B. Buckner behind the plate. It's a very difficult thing, so maybe I'm wrong. Maybe he'd be no, better. No, I don't think so. But I'm just saying. I think you probably you have to. You brought it up, but I've got to. I've got to say this. I am a purist. I also believe there should be a designated hitter. I believe in certain things that aren't in replay. We are at a point where you really have to automate the strike zone. Mm-hmm. I believe that firmly because. It isn't just the Joel West's lazy of the world. It isn't just the C.B. Buckner's. They are just inept in the world. C.B. Buckner would like to do better, by the way. He's not a bad I dude, I don't I completely agree think. with that. Joel West is different. He doesn't give a fuck in some of these guys because yep. you can't fire him. It is too difficult of a thing for the human eye to accurately get over 95% on the close stuff. The- it is M fucking possible the, and it means games the, it means one two versus two one it means uh, you know what the brandon woodruff pitcher you're talking about he threw a curveball that hit the plate the hitter stepped toward the dugout he knew, yeah. he was he knew. and what's the next swing a home, home run. run yep it cost a game now you can make the argument and i completely agree look everyone gets a call you have to make them yep. the next pitch i get that yep. okay but that was awful. And, and, and Brandon Woodruff has almost certainly got a number of strikes calls yes. that weren't that weren't strikes that are balls, and it goes both ways, and it evens out in the long run. But you, but, that, but that's not that's not do that. We have to, and I would also argue that it shouldn't be so much a union issue because no one's saying that you're taking away one umpire. You need a home plate umpire for a hundred things other than balls and strikes. Right, be just managing a game, throwing to a pitcher, whatever. I think a real good umpire says, you know what, I'm really pretty good at my craft, but I'm not as good at, as science. Right. I'm not as good as technology. Yep. And and when you sent that, Coach, you sent this one umpire score sheet, and he happens to be one that does consistently well Trip all the time. Trip Gibson. Yep. And, yep. and, and you know what? And, and he doesn't get it right all the time, A, because it's impossible, but he is really, really good. You see some of these strikes, and what's the first thing you hear? Well, it looks like they're not giving the low strike, or they're giving a low strike. Hey, he's giving a couple inches off the corner. Nothing inside, though. You don't go inside. And mm-hmm. it's like some pitchers depend on certain things. And if you go into a game knowing that you have that technology, and and how about... How about the batters? I've used this analogy in my own head. I'll make this quick. So you're watching a game, and the same hitter that will completely bitch about a called second strike, third strike, Mm -hmm. whoever, just lose their goddamn mind, whether they're right or not. They're oftentimes wrong. The umpire usually has the strike call right. But they'll tromp back to the dugout. But two innings earlier, that batter, when they swing and miss, what do they do? They look back at the umpire, high-low, and the umpire will tell them if it's a strike or not. Yeah. They're not confident when, it's, when they swing. You're right. they're, they're, they're competitive. They, they become jerks when they don't want to be jerks. How about the electronic thing that says, nope, you missed by an eighth? Yeah. Coach, I hijacked this, but I mean, I think you... <laughs> 100%. Well, I, mean, I agree. Everything I can, that you just said. 100%. Okay. Yep. 
Um, do we have a Bruce of us something we want to bitch about non-sports? I've got one. Mm-hmm. I'll dive right into it. It's a little bit about sports, but not really. Um, you guys have all been to the Oakler Express games. The the party deck at the Express games, they used to be, you buy a ticket, 25 bucks, all you can drink. Yeah. Um, our city council said, no, 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 no. We can't have any of that. Now, you, it can't be all you can drink. You have to have like five drinks for free, and then you have to pay for each after that. Can a local government please get the fuck out of the way of a small-town baseball team trying to make money? Because you're not saying you can't. There's a couple things wrong here. Number one, you, you, you want to say, oh, it's for public service, drink too much. But you're just charging them. You're just saying they have to pay. You're not saying they can't do it. Exactly. You're saying. Right. And I talked to the management of the team at the time. They said, how many times do you have people completely overserved, huh. completely drunk? They said, never. Because you We've still have the responsibility. You still have the responsibility of not overserving. It's like any facility. You can say, uh, listen, it's all you can drink. But if you can't walk up to the place... They, We're not gonna get as you. a responsible thing, will not serve you, nor should they. It's right. like a business. So the whole... Now, now, hats off to the Express. You know what they did? Those sweet motherfuckers. You know how every, you go to Miller Park, when do you get stopped serving? Seventh. Seventh inning. The Express will serve to the last pitch of the ninth inning. Good yep, they sure Good will. Good for them. Because fuck yeah. them. That, yeah. Anyway, I just no, hate I, I that. I like where you're going. I, I did I not know that. that. Yeah. Yeah. All right, let's do a yeah. quick little pause, and we'll be right back. Uh, One. <laughs> Justin. Ready to fuck your mother! That's one of those nights. <laughs> uh, so we're getting back into the uh, soccer season. We are. Yeah, so we are cranking up the uh, Bundesliga, like, three brews in cup, which I won last year. Friday. So. Starts the first game, uh, or first match of the Bundesliga season, 2021-2022. Yeah, so we typically do our 60 seconds of sausage, Mm -hmm. which is our update on our Bundesliga teams. Can I just give an overall uh, 60 seconds of sausage for all of us? Mm Because I'm sure that Travis didn't prepare anything no and i have just one thing to add but go ahead it'll be so so the only thing that's really going on right now is the start of the bundesliga season starts next week also the start of the uh, dfb pokal cup has started and uh both um uh sc freiburg uh won and stuttgart won in convincing fashion Mm -hmm. um and eintracht frankfurt at home uh, managed to lose convincingly to some schlocken flockenbacken in the Liga 3, like we're waiting for demotion down to um, Liga 4. Uh, I, I'll go into a little bit more detail no, of the, the team that... Um, yeah. that, that that's that, enough. Yeah, that's enough. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, uh, by the way, I was sent something by uh, by a listener. Um, he sent a me listener. a yeah. <laughs> You're the coach. Yeah, a no, listener. This, this a listener sent me a, a YouTube video of the. It was very disturbing. It was the the old German national team coach. This what Joachim Low. Joachim Low. Whatever his name is. Apparently, this gentleman has a. <laughs> I almost barfed. I'm not gonna joke. Oh. He. 
consistently like picks his nose and eats it. Uh, like rubs his arm under his armpit I, and then gross. smells it. I couldn't make he's, it through the video. He's German. I couldn't Ooh. make In what team? German. Germany. The German national team who has won World Formerly Cups. Formerly the German national Yeah, manager. he was like, like digging his hand into his crotch wow. and then like smelling his fingers. It was awful. I couldn't make it through the video, guys. It was horrible. Do you have but, the video? Yeah, I can send yeah, it to I'd you. I'd love to see it. That's it was S- S.V. Waldorf 07 Mannheim, the team that uh, uh, Eintracht Frankfurt lost to. Are you still on this? Is a middle-of-the-road club in the 3 Liga and has not played in the Bundesliga since being relegated after the 1989-1990 season. They've also been uh, uh, relegated and demoted down to uh, the fourth league based on some uh, illegal activities. Why don't you talk to me after you win the Three Brews Cup, which you haven't done. Now we're going on to anti-Brucevus, something which gives us great pleasure in sports. I've got some that's not all that great, but I just absolutely love it. Do you guys remember? I don't know. Maybe it's a thing of the past. Infield chatter. Yes. Oh. It like oh. a, it, in maybe a minor league baseball team or even a little league team when the infield is all chattering. Oh, you talking mean the, just? I thought you in, meant like the name of a show. You no, mean no, no, just infield chatter. Show, just yeah. like <laughs> jaw jacking and oh, talking yeah. to the pitcher. I was Glenn St. Arnold's protege. Hell yeah, there's a lot of that. What does that mean? Glenn St. Arnold, uh, maybe the most legendary Eau Claire baseball coach. He's got a statue in Eau Claire. Oh. Uh, Carson Park. He was one of my baseball coaches, and he was always chatter, always chatter. And it was for a purpose. So, mm-hmm. yeah. I didn't mean I'm, to be a I, dank, but yeah, I thought you knew who Glenn No, St. I didn't Arnold know who was. that was. Yeah. I'm sorry, but I, it, it's kind of missing. He died now. two years ago. He was the former oh. Cavaliers coach, oh, baseball okay. coach. He was the, you know. He's yeah. like one of the Polkettes or Henry Aaron. Gotcha. You don't see that a whole lot. Like my kid is, you know, like 12 years yeah. and all that. You just don't keep hear that a whole the game lot. And, yeah. Right. You sure. don't hear that a whole lot yeah. anymore. And it's really nice to hear when some teams do it. And it's just kind of fun. I like field chatter. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm with you. Like, hey, kid, you got this. Uh, do what you do. Come on, Ed. I, I always like when he's just dedicated to the pitcher and – that was something that went through, you know, my my high school thing. You had, right? You, you certainly had your four infielders saying something to you. Absolutely, that was cool. Yeah, I liked it. Justin, you got an anti Brucevus? Yep. Well, we'd like to hear it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my anti Brucevus is uh, hometown teams, uh, your hometown team fans getting behind the players on the field and mm. not just like sitting there and watching the game like bumps and all like and, and, actual and, and we look at Rowdy Tellez as, as the just going to say the, the, the Rowdy 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 like actually getting behind the players that are on your ball club or on your team and not just sitting there like I envision most Yankee fans who pitch out a thousand dollars for a ticket and they just sit there um you know, like Snap Instagram photos of where they are. Yeah, and, uh, and, yeah. and it's they're actually invested in the team. They enjoy watching the team, and uh, they get behind the players of the team. That's that's my anti-Brucevus. Isn't it cool, by the way, that Rowdy has gotten this sort of cult yes. following like pretty quick? Yep. Like he may flame out or whatever, but you know, it, it's great to yep. see that kind of thing. It is. Yep, Travis. Yeah. Before I go to your point, Justin, you know. 
let's not wait until the bottom of the eighth or bottom of the ninth of runners on. Let's that that's recognize you know certain situations earlier in the game that mean as much or more. Yep. And and right. not even Brewer fans are great at that a lot of the time. And I know I'm guilty of it at certain games. But you you don't want to be the only asshole <laughs> jumping up and cheering you don't. too. Yeah, it's it's not designed to be a college football or basketball game, but. You know, there there are times to to, to, to to maybe get up a little bit earlier. Yep. So my anti Bruce to this is she said Tavern of the Game. <gasps> Just the whole premise of Tavern of the Game. Yes. It is yes. so Wisconsin. Really good. It Love is it. so perfect. And it doesn't even matter what five hundred population city tavern they're talking about but what do they do what do they do when they're talking about the tavern in the game they take like eight shots from around the ballpark of people <laughs> sipping beer yeah. and it's just like it's like okay what the world is not that bad yeah. as long as as long as uh the milwaukee brewers have tavern of the game the world yeah. isn't ruined yeah because <laughs> Do you know what it says, though? It's so it, good. it says that the Brewers are still the Brewers. They're still the They're Brewers. They're still beer-based and bar-based. Change, change and, the name yeah. of our stadium. We, we understand that, that the big breweries have left. We get that. We, we knew that for a long time. But we are still the Brewers. What yeah. does that mean? Wisconsin drinks. They just yeah. do. <laughs> and if the Brewers hadn't, you know, I, I, I think I mentioned it before. Remember when the guy when uh, when the when the Badgers first played in the Rose Bowl, and I mean like the uh, the Daryl Bevel, mm-hmm. like against UCLA. Are you going to talk the, about like like ninety four ninety three when they yeah. drank the Rose Bowl out of beer in the third quarter? Well, yeah. I mean, or I'm, when they drank uh, Los Angeles out of brandy before the start of the Rose Bowl. So well, I've got I've got two stories. I'll make okay. them both quick. Go. So this is one of those uh, no shits. So California and Wisconsin combined consume more brandy than the other forty-eight states. That's an absolute true story. Hold on, what two states? California and Wisconsin. California's a big brandy state. Crazy. No yeah. shit. Oh, really? For sure. That really is a yeah. no shit. That's a by no the shit way. For so me. yep. So the other one, I was out in Vegas, one of my earlier trips. It's late 80s, early 90s. I think early 90s. And I, I remember talking to a dealer, and I had something Wisconsin on it. And she talked about how when the Wisconsin team came in, they used to play UNLV, UNLV football. It was one yes. of those things. Yeah, UNLV I remember sucked. They still suck, but you, you came in for a win. And she said, literally, if Wisconsin was coming in, you stocked more booze. And she's, yes. you know, it's just one of those. You just knew it. Yeah. It was like, yeah. Good so, for us. And we, 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 but but it is. You you, you, you travel well. I've, I've heard, I mean, I've heard of uh, people going to Mexico on like all inclusive trips or whatever, and you know swimming up. Wisconsin. Yeah, swimming up to the uh, the poolside bars, and the bartender asks you where you're from, and they say Wisconsin, and they're like, oh, <laughs> and they order, they get like well, more alcohol. Well, I, heard, like, I, I a, heard some subtle talk, not not anything real deep, but when I went on the Packer cruise to from. Fort Lauderdale to God knows where. There was talk about how this was, you know, even the one third of the ship was Packer fans. It was like twelve hundred people. Mm-hmm. It was just like, yeah, because that's what they did. That's yep. what you do. Yeah, good for us. Yeah, I love Have it. another game. You know, when you when you look at like the health standards of are you a binge drinker? I think they need to alter oh that to like Wisconsin. God, I hope so. Like, they, they need Wisconsin rules because I'm uh-huh. not as dead as they. So say, yeah. so you drink. 
daily? Well, I mean, but you have a glass of wine or like a beer with dinner and like an after dinner beer. And so I drink like 12 beers a week (laughs) and people like, oh, Oh my my God. God. 12 beers a week? Yeah, that's that's like (laughs) silly talk. That's it's crazy. If you if you drink three beers in any one sitting, you're uh, over what they would describe as binge drinking. Well, they can they can yeah they can shove Jeez. that up their ass. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Sorry I, for I your. I pour like, three beers into one glass at the same time. I've done it. Right. I've done yeah. it. I've used a funnel. I've got uh, I've got several fantasy football championship uh, mugs that. Uh, that hold twenty five ounces of beer, and, that's just and I pour two. Yeah. I pour two beers into that at the same time, and I'll drink two of those hey, at a time. Let's go back to statements number. I've got like five of those Wisconsin fantasy bar. football hey, championships. Oh, I'm sorry, coach. Oh yeah, good. Go ahead, you're, 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 you're the Wisconsin bar. You want that uh, twenty ounce or sixteen? Uh-huh. Statements oh, never uttered. Give me a sixteen. Great point. Right. Who who does that? Uh, yeah. Whatever uh, Milwaukee Burger, because they have literally three sizes. Yeah. The the like shot glass size, the normal person size, and then the, well, yeah, that's the size <laughs> I want size. Yeah, yeah that's the I'm from Wisconsin size. Right. And I, I, I can say with a clear conscience, I don't know if I've ever, ever taken the lower option. Uh, so, have you? I, I have. I have. For driving purposes. No, that's not my purpose. Um, the last Brewer game I went to, when they had the celebrities, I had Greg Vaughn and Doug Melvin and... Oh, uh, you wanted to be a little Stearns. more... No, no, no. They were all serving alcohol. So they were serving beers down on the uh, f- uh, uh, main level. Of course. That, that's just unique that's to so, Milwaukee, right? Right. So they brought all... And they just did it recently with Corey Hart. Corey Hart a bunch of, Yeah, beer. so yeah. Um, part of the... the um, like beer thing was or beer specials was you can get a, a 16 ounce beer for four dollars or you can get a 24 ounce beer for twelve dollars yeah, okay. so like okay That's i'm gonna game i'm actually gonna buy three of these small how many do you think i can have i can have three okay i'll buy three yeah, of those that, that's just, yeah. and for the price of one yeah. that's the only time i ever oh, rebel kent <laughs> so throwback throwback to, all right we Three have to go on ago. to uh, that's what she said. That's what she said. I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna start this one. Um, that's it, what she it, said. No, no. no. Um, do you guys know the uh, the uh, the infielder for the Marlins, Jazz Chisholm? Oh yeah. Okay, Chisholm. Jazz Chisholm has mm. two names that are euphemisms for sperm. <laughs> His name is almost Jizz Chisholm. It is. You're right. Right. So I legit heard this statement. You've got Jazz Chisholm up the middle. Oh, no. Oh, wow. Oh, man. Oh, no. That might be the deepest, but best. <laughs> that's what she said. That's what she said. That's what she said. That's what she said. God. Oh, this is a gift that keeps on giving. You've got that's Jazz Chisholm up the middle. It's like I'm gonna You th- hear that, Nikki? <laughs> Chisholm. <laughs> Nothing. Up the middle. <laughs> Yes! Thank you, yes. God, that's great. You've got Jazz Chisholm up the middle. <laughs> You're about to get some. I mean, I did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Justin, that's what she said. Uh, oh. Mine came during a Milwaukee Bucks basketball game in which somebody was driving to the lane but then decided to pass it back out. Uh, he made a good decision to pull out and come around the other side. <laughs> <laughs> Ha, 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 ha.
was a good decision. <laughs> Butt sex. <laughs> <laughs> that is gold. Coach. Made a good decision to pull out. Oh. Come around the other side. <laughs> this is this is hard to follow. This is what that's what she said. Yeah. This is Civil War, not sports, but bear with me, folks. I'm watching the Civil War documentary. Those ditches sure get very wet and sloppy. <laughs> <laughs> Bitches get wet and sloppy. <laughs> I was, I was watching this. I don't know what battlefield it was, but it was muddy, and they're talking about the trenches. <laughs> Nobody's ever thought that before, ever. They're like, no, oh, no. Oh, it's a rifle pit. Of course. Chickamauga, battlefield. Oh, God. Uh, coach, that was a game changer. That was good. I, I've been holding on I'm to that I'm going to put that in the top three of every that's what she said. Yep. And that's, a, that's, a, that's elite status, because... There have been a lot of good ones. All right, we got to move was, on. We got to we, we got to do a funny death story. Yeah, I've got one, but I'll, I'll I'm going to get mine out of the way because gross. Um, oh, I'm good. Good funny uh, death story. Yeah. Okay. So apparently, <clears throat> there was a lady in Ireland who passed away. Mm-hmm. As they do. As they do. Phone records and all that indicated that she had contacted a gentleman online. I don't see anything suspicious. Mm. No. They had talked for a while about her desire to have a very particular kind of sex. Mm. Mm -hmm. Did not involve a human. Oh. So she had sex with the dog. And then she she died. I don't know about the dog. I'm just going to stay away from it. I would. Okay. She just passed away after that. Now, that is awful. However, the poor dog. Hold on, did she pass away because of the dog? They. It is undetermined okay. why that happened. Maybe some sort of weird, elite or uh, allergic reaction. Wait, now, she because the dog had to bone her. Yep. Okay. Now, the dog was placed in a pound. After this incident happened, the dog became very sexually aroused and started foaming at the mouth whenever a female entered the kennels. Dog got a piece of the pussy. Yeah, yeah, yep, yep. So, they put the dog down then? No, I hope not. I'm not going to go into that. Don't. I'm not going to go into that. I'm not going to go into that. No, seriously, don't. No, I'm not. That's, she, that. She boned a dog. Can you imagine? This is in a newspaper. The shame on the family. The guy that arranged this was like facing like life in prison for where where was it? <laughs> Ireland. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It makes mean, sense for you. You got people. freaks hey, everywhere. Hey, don't, hey, no, don't, hey, no. hey. It's not like Florida. It's where very much you like can, Florida. Ireland, Florida. Ireland. I would have bought it. Ireland is the Florida of Great Britain. The, you, you can of the United Kingdom. It is. All right, that might be right. Here it Justin, is. what's your funny death story? I'm mine, sorry for that one, by the way. Mine the occurred way. on April 15th of 1982 mm. in Charlemagne, 
Louisiana. Well, it might be Charlemagne. Charlemagne. I would go with that. Yeah. Uh, a frustrated golfer, um, because I this is something that I could legitimately see any one well, of us dying about this, yeah. about, from. A frustrated golfer smashed his club into his motorized cart on the 13th hole and died of injuries suffered from the flying piece of this club. No. Mike Scaglione, no. 26 years old, uh, died Thursday, uh, April 15th. Uh, he was injured at the City Park Golf Course Easter Sunday. family friend who was golfing with him uh, stated he was playing golf when he became very angry and threw the club against the motorized cart. The club broke and boomeranged into Scaglione's neck, severing his jugular artery or jugular vein. Jugular vein. He was rushed to the hospital, maintained uh, uh, life for two days in the hospital, and eventually died because of the blood loss. He chucked his club at the cart. An iron. An iron. He chucked the club at the cart. It snapped off. Flew back, stabbed yeah. him in the neck. He bled to death, essentially. Oh my God. That's I can see you, any one of us having yes. that happen to us. Yeah. You're We've right all chucked clubs before. Yeah. I, I, I mean, we're, we've been... I've never hit a... We've a been fairly smart enough not to throw it at a cart or anything, yeah. but... But you could still do it at a tree and it could yep. come back the yes. same yep. way. 100%. Oh. I've, been, I've been clubs over trees before. That's a guy that, youth, you know, of all but, the stupid death stories, that's one where I'm like, I really feel bad for him. Yeah. Because not, it, because not it's the like, lady with the dog? Jesus, huh? Oh. That, too. <laughs> she made the choice to copulate with the dog. Yeah, I don't... Oh, I mean... I, I think it's better to throw it like fifty yards and just really get your frustration. Yeah, yeah get, you get it all out. Like you throw don't it down the yeah down the or, or you, you know, know what launch it in the pond and yep. it's gone. Hundred yeah. percent. I bet if you dove that, you'd come up with like twenty five irons and yep yeah yep like uh, John Daly uh, the the Bob Mentory uh, <laughs> like over John Daly got pissed off at a tournament. Uh, he was on a par three. Like oh, launch the club. He, he chucked he chucked the uh, the club into the water and and like tons of people went after it and Bob Mentory did the, like the over voice of it like oh you shouldn't touch that it's full of stripper glitter and STDs. <laughs> no and, way. Yeah. Yeah. I'll tell you what that, I think John Daly could be a five minute segment because he's oh, just that. We've, we've I, done we've I, done I, drinks with him before. Ba- well, we, back yeah. in the day when yeah. when we picked out celebrities who wanted to have drinks with, I think Daly was, but Daly I, was but in there. I think He's yeah. someone, you know, he's got, got the family health now. I think he's just someone that's unique, not just because of what he's done, why people know he's John Daly, but what he's accomplished as a golfer being John Daly. Mm-hmm. Right. He's in some rarefied frickin' air. Yeah, yeah. he is. All right, Travis, you got a funny death story? Your pussy's all over the place. Howard Miller. He's described as a professional welder, but I'm not sure. <laughs> Hmm. Spent his last moments uh, <laughs> I love this helping a friend to weld an exhaust pipe onto his classic Holden Kingswood sedan. Hold on, this for is a, hold, hold, hold on, Travis. <clears throat> so this is does not have to do with Southeast Asia, New Zealand. Why didn't I say New Zealand? Yeah, he didn't say New Zealand at all. No, most of his uh, funny death stories come from like, like you know, Southeast Taipan Asia, or Taipan. Or yeah. well, I don't, I'm guessing that's Indian the case, guy. but it's not intentional. <laughs> This is, I just go by the quality of the story. Sorry to interrupt. Go ahead. No. Howard Miller. Yeah, he's a New Zealander. Not too many Howard Millers in Indonesia or 
<laughs> anyway, he was going to help a friend. Uh, I, I love the name of the vehicle. It's a Holden Kingswood sedan. I bet there are not too many Holden Kingswood sedans uh, in our area. Anyway, he arrived in the garage shed with a quote-unquote experimental welding kit. I get that. That doesn't blend with professional welder, right? But this is one of these I verified okay. through other stories. Now, here's the key. I didn't really get it, but anybody with a brain would. He showed up um, an LPG bottle, propane tank, and they mixed both components that make up oxyacetylene welding gas. Now, the last deal should send a shiver down any welder's spine. Professional welders know that these components are kept separate. Why? Because when they are together, they burn hot enough to cut metal. Like a scene from Breaking Bad, Mr. Miller had unwittingly constructed a lethal explosive. Whoops. Yeah, now here's the key. Somebody did survive. Miller's friend has a brain, apparently, because once he jury-rigged the device, his friend recognized the danger and repeatedly warned it was crazy <laughs> and would end, listen... He, quote-unquote, hightailed it out of the shed. <laughs> now, Miller, undeterred by the bit of panic, attached the torch, head straight onto the bottle, and it lit the welding tip. Well, just the tip? <laughs> yeah. The force of the explosion was so intense it shattered the windows of neighboring properties. They do have a picture, an actual picture, and yeah, he, uh, it, was, it was incredible. Um, the deceased winner, a gentle and generous man, would surely be grateful to know that no one else was hurt in the fracas. As a consolation prize, this tragic experiment will benefit others by demonstrating a potential consequence of skipping chemistry class. Yeah. <laughs> and like I said, this yeah. is one that's verified. And the only thing that I don't believe is the the tale of Howard Miller, professional welder. No, professional is very loosely I think, I think this is a guy that maybe, well, watched a YouTube video, yeah. not all of it, or really was drinking, or... Mm -hmm. Anyway, there you go. Well done. Uh, we only have uh, the Grubers. Yeah. No, we don't. So yeah, we you're did. lying. No. Did we it. go through everything already? Yeah, we did. No, -uh, I don't believe it. Yep, we did. Uh, what... Everyone knows David Gruber and what Coach, he's... Coach, you do a good job describing why yeah, we talk about David. One call, that's all. The oh. annoying, as uh, as Josh put it in a previous episode, narrow-ass little you. nerd. Uh, he And he's even uh, doing it like multilingual now. Commercials oh, yes. of one call, that's all, for his little law firm. And I'm sure he's peddling over a bunch of money for the brewers and whatever but it is the most annoying commercial in the entire world so our grouperism is things that you would rather endure that you would rather put up with to not have to hear david gruber's one call that's all yep um i'll start it mine is just off the cuff a little bit i'm sure that that little narrow ass fuck has a suite at miller park I would rather watch a game in that suite Ooh. with David That's Gruber. That's pretty good, yeah. And you know he's got a suite. You know he does. Yeah. Yep. I'd rather watch a game, a, a important game, in there with David Gruber than listen no, to him. No, that's good. That. And that, that, that hits home. Yeah. Next. Coach. I would la rather listen to Joy Behar and Dan Casper 
narrate my inner monologue for all eternity than oh. listen to David Gruber ever Ooh, again. Coach, yes. you have had an amazing episode. Number one, I thought of using Joey Bayer again, um, but adding Dan Casper. <laughs> perfect, perfect. <laughs> I I accidentally listened to like fifteen minutes of Dan Casper it's the other much. morning. Yeah, fifteen it was three times more than anybody can. Terrible. Handle. Like I. So what what will happen is I'll I'll watch, listen to the Brewer games on my way home from work or if I'm yeah. out about or whatever on the radio, and then I don't switch it back to the Sirius XM. I know. So when I drive the next morning dan casper's on it and it takes me usually a half a second to three quarters of a second to realize what i'm listening to and one day i decided i'm going to listen for a minute just to see that's i didn't last a minute it was the most terrible childish it was childish it was inaudible it was he stuttered a few times it was something like i think he's special needs it would be something like any one of the three of us got tossed onto this radio station and said, hey, we got three hours, fill it. Well, we, we would do better. We would do better, but it would be... It's not an easy thing to fill no, time and do that, it, no, but he's not. so bad in the core things. It's yeah. terrible. He's awful. Good, Dan good great point. Travis. Gruber. Yeah. Yeah, I've got it Dan right Casper might actually listen to this, too. <laughs> There's a possibility. Yeah, it might be. Yeah. Remote. If I you're listening to it, you suck. I would... I would rather be seen riding a recumbent bike at Sturgis. Oh. The oh, recumbent Jesus. bike? Oh, You're yeah. not getting out alive. <laughs> oh. Dude, you get shot in a half a second. <laughs> Listen, folks, it That's was great fantastic. to be back. It really was. And um, what can Josh we... has to go yet. No, I already did. Did you? What, what yeah. if we pledge our listeners oh, within two weeks, three weeks again? I mean, we need to. You got to do two weeks. I mean, we're getting close to the playoffs. I know, but we can say that. We can say that. Yeah. No, we're, we're not close to the playoffs. We'll be back in a couple of weeks. It'll still be August. We still have an entire month left of baseball. I like that. We don't have to. We're not going to do any no, jinxing. Oh, okay. Let's do a, a couple weeks. We we'll have to do a couple weeks. It'll be a couple weeks. All right. Very Schedules good. Schedules aren't as crazy in August as they are in June. That's and July. actually true. All right. Thanks everyone for coming Great. back. Thank we you appreciate so much, it. everybody. Have a good night.